Welcome to Felice Navipod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is... Blah Humbug! Wooch! Tom! Wait, I think it's Tom. I think it's Tom. Tom! Do you have your, do you have your ID on you? I don't. I, le- I lost it. You lo- Where did you lose it? If I knew Tony, I would not have lost it. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Um, I didn't think about that. I'm sorry. I will send you an apology, handwritten apology. Great. If you US know where person. I live, that would be really helpful. Uh, would you like to give out your address? Yeah. On the podcast right now? <laughs> For, I don't think anyone... I, I feel like I could give out my address. Nothing would happen. It would just... No one's coming over. There's only one way to find out. Let's not do it. <laughs> uh... You would be like a weird fan of my wife. That would it would be that kind of thing. It would not be because of me. I don't. You're selling yourself short. There. I'll tell you this. I'm very famous. I'm gonna tell you this. There are way more blah humbudge reviews on iTunes than there well, are Huey Lewis for president. Reviews. I'll tell you this right now. People love to hate Christmas. <laughs> I feel like this so is why my, are they listening? I feel like this is my time of year. January, everyone's fed up with Christmas. Get out there and get your blah humbudge reviews up. We know it's not great. <laughs> What's not great? Christmas. You son of a bitch. This I mean, is... not you and I, Tony. We. I mean, me and the listeners know Christmas isn't great. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, it looked like you were going like uh, like I thought it was going to be like, well, shove it up your ass. Like it yeah. was the vibe I was getting. Well, that's what I was going for. Sometimes, you know, looks can kill. That's a good point. Especially on a podcast. That's a great call. Yeah. So uh, keep leaving those reviews. Reminder, Huey Lewis for president. Uh, and blah humbudge. Put blah humbudge if you think I'm right. Put yeah. Huey Lewis for president if you think Tony's right or wrong. And... Uh, and also, reminder, Huey Lewis for President on those reviews. <laughs> it's a funny thing. Don't ever write uh, Huey Lewis for President. Make sure you put blah how much. No, I think um, you should probably. Oh! oh we, you going to say something? I, I can't think someone's now. Here. Someone's here. Let's see it. who it is. Okay. Hey, Jacob Siroff. Come on in. Yeah, that, please, well, I yes. just, was that? <laughs> I grabbed the microphone because I was, was walking good. in the door. Yeah, I just walked into the door and the microphone was on the chair, and yeah. then that's why I sounded far away at first. Yeah, yeah. But yeah now yeah. I'm here joining you're the podcast. M- you're much more polite than most guests because normally they just just go right for that mic. No, no, so. no. I was like, why would I wait to grab the mic before I said hello? I was walking through the door, and and also it's like not polite on a podcast to just walk in and start talking a microphone. You want to make sure are we ready to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What a what a kind gentleman. Straight away. Well, Merry Christmas, you guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> and you're already one of my favorite guests because you brought an adorable dog with you. I I thought you were going to say because I wore adorable uh, Christmas socks, but I did and, bring an adorable dog know, as well. You're, you're, you're two for two so far. She has well, three. A, counting she, this the dog. This uh, it's a wiener dog because you didn't say that yet. And she has a um a, this amazing Santa outfit that I was not able to retrieve because it's at a, a friend's house. But I wanted to I wanted to show up with him with her in a Santa costume. I don't think I could have handled it. <laughs> Tony would have just blown up. This would have been a, a thirty second episode. <laughs> well, that's too much for me. I gotta go. I. Uh... 
this is probably the worst time of the year to do a year-round Christmas show for you. Guys. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, because well, uh, I don't know if you pre-record them all, and, and this is supposed to be April or something. But in reality, we're in. Early... No, this is this will be out later this week. Yeah, so yeah. we're early January. No, because I think like I love the year-round Christmas as a concept, and I and you know obviously holiday season it's awesome and then like the middle of summer in june there's like a that's that's really fun because yeah, uh-huh. you're as far away as that's you can right. be but like first week of january it's oh, yeah. like the least christmasy everybody's feeling it's totally yeah yeah, yeah. Like, and it's tough too because i we try and have like some segments here and there that i try and like plan out and and uh not a whole lot of christmas news going on in the world right now what? so doing <laughs> trying to like find little like bits to talk about it's uh not real easy right now i've well, had so much of my fill of christmas with this podcast leading up to christmas <laughs> actual christmas is here and then christmas happening like i told my wife uh we were away at christmas and i i j- it was like december 20th and i was like i'm just all the way down. oh yeah you said the day I after our show it. you it, were i can't have it i'm just done with it i felt like somebody was holding my mouth open and just shoving christmas down my throat <laughs> well more christmas how about more christmas you're welcome it, it wasn't you it was just like christmas was happening and it, like by the time i was at my parents house i was just like I just want to throw well, up christmas i've noticed this thing that i don't think anyone else has noticed that uh christmas is starting earlier and earlier am i right <laughs> i mean it's what's it's not even halloween come on Guys. What a hot take! Yeah, I should, uh, that's a bit I'm working on. <laughs> it's like, wrong. It's uh, maybe, maybe I, you know, I'm not. I know you're the you're the pro here, but maybe if there's a way you could also talk about like differences between New York and LA, maybe. Crazy. Oh my god, I swear to God, I thought that was going in a Hanukkah direction, and I was like, the pro? I was, I didn't know should I be offended or flattered? I'm a pro Jew now. Well, you're the pro here, but what maybe we should focus on Hanukkah because we're you know God's so Christmas out. Well, <laughs> well, it is. This is. It should fit you. You well because uh this is our second january episode and you're the second uh jewish person yeah, in a row b- before <laughs> we why why am i the pro in new york just just because was that also a jewish oh no i meant pro comedian oh okay i thought you meant you're a pro <laughs> yes. on the east coast west coast thing. <laughs> <laughs> i was like that's probably a, just more of a veiled jewish thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh everything's a veiled jewish attack <laughs> oh just, just, yeah for the record we me. are very anti-semitic oh and that's just life that's i go through I, that's my lens that's why i see everything like, what, is, what do you mean by that i love it when like when i get anti-semitism it's the best because as a black person you get to experience racism you get to experience discrimination but like as a jew it's like people don't if i always say if we had stars of david you know branded on our foreheads as a kid stars of david stars of david's stars of david how would you do that? Yeah, that sounds right. Star of David's? No, Stars of David, absolutely. Okay, I'm going with that. Yeah, we're, you're but right. We'd have a different experience because I've had so many people just start like making Jew comments to me. So like, you're not even going to check? You know, my name's Jacob. I got the nose. I know I'm not like, I don't have like a beard and pay us or anything. But, like you're not even going to bother. Like people just, you know, the, the mild versions like the Jew, you know, this guy tried to, you know, they try to Jew you down. Kind of right. those comments. But man, I was in New York and buying a beanie from a, a, an African-American gentleman on the corner and he was just like, I, you know, point to a building. That, that's nice. Who lives in there? Like, it's all Jews. It's all Jews in there. And I'm like, wow, it's expensive. He goes, yeah, but you know, it's not. It's not enough for them. They always want more. And I'm just like, more. Give me. I love this. <laughs> just keep oh my getting, God. Like you're not. It doesn't. Maybe he did know, and that's why he did it. I don't know. Unbelievable. I. I yeah. I don't But it's rare for us Maybe so. he was God the real almighty. The realtor The the landlord <laughs> yeah. of that building And he was trying to get you yeah, in right. He's like It's all Jews in there yeah. <laughs> Get in there It's all Jews uh, What a great ploy He's out there <laughs> selling yeah, beanies yeah. On the corner yeah. 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 This guy's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> That's how we found this place We were just oh, trying really? to buy a hat <laughs> Yeah that's mm-hmm. a, Isn't that how all real estate works? <laughs> you buy a hat in the house Mm-hmm 
common the phrase, two, hat in the two house. Aces. <laughs> He's like, we have this Mets beanie and a yarmulke, too. <laughs> <laughs> do you want, do you, would you like that? A Mets yarmulke? I'm a, a Mets fan, actually. So I would, yep, I there would, you go. I would, I would rock a Mets yarmulke. Solid. <laughs> um, did you grow up celebrating Hanukkah then? I did, yeah. I mean, so you must... Super secular Jewish, but I, that's, I did that. Really? That and Passover. Just, and it was like, that's the only Hebrew I know is the Hanukkah prayer. I didn't go to... I had a, uh-huh. a weird, crappy bar mitzvah. Do we swear on the show? Mm-hmm. It's Christmas. I don't know. Jesus listens, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's Number one subscriber. Yeah. But um, still hasn't reviewed podcasts, the show on iTunes though. It's kind of bumming me out. I, did, I didn't know podcasts had number one subscribers. Yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we rate them one through, yeah. one through one through ten. Yeah, well, it's how many listen? <laughs> well, there's nine. There's nine so far. But. That's right. We're, we're hoping that number top, ten fills so, in soon. Top ten's open. <laughs> um, yeah, like just that's the only. Uh, that's really my only Judaism that I practiced was Hanukkah. And it's just, it was an excuse to get presents. And now I, um, God, I have so much to say on Christmas, actually. My brain is racing. You're in the right place. Stuff. Oh, because, wow. Because I had this, I was going to say, for me, it was all, it was about presents, not right. ceremony or candles or anything. Right. And, uh, you know, now that I have children and they do, they do Christmas and Hanukkah, it, it's, uh, it, I find myself getting frustrated with them making it all about presents. Yeah. You know, there's this kid thing with just where's the present? My son, you know, he's got the present half open before we even lit, lit the candles. Um, he's 18 years old. He's, he's six. <laughs> but uh, but uh, it occurred to me, and I was kind of getting mad at them, like, hey, just chill out. You know, you're ruining it. It's, it's not about greed and presents. And then it occurred to me, like, there's a. I just had this revelation this year <laughs> after 12 years of being a parent. It took me that like kids. They need presents. It's like it's there's a reason that it's so special for them, and it's not just about gimme, gimme, gimme. Which it's easy as a parent to think of that, but when you're a child, you have no way to accumulate anything. No That's goods. Right. That's you true. Need, the only way you That's ever get something is when it's given to you. By yeah. you know, and hey, it's a great life because you get free rent and free food, ideally. You know, but and you don't have to worry about grown up bullshit. But you know. You get Christmas, you get your birthday. So if you want, like if, you know, we have, right. if I want a PlayStation, I have to consider, eh, do I need that in my life? Is it a time suck? Do I want to spend that money on it? But it's ultimately my decision. Right. As a kid, you can want something as bad as you want yep. something. You have no way to make money, no way to generate income. So, and even on, as far as like even meals or presents, you know, they don't get to pick what they, I tell them what they eat every day. I, or, you know, the days I have them. And then, uh, you know. They could say, I want a PlayStation. I'm like, no, you got Legos. And like, they have no, but that's that's their only time to accumulate goods. So of course it's going to be important to them. Like if I only got new shit, like, and we're talking everything, clothes, toys. It's totally true. Yeah. So it's like, "Ah, I should stop being a dick to my kids and just let them enjoy their presence. (laughs) That is really, I've never thought of it that way. That's really. It took me 12 years of looking at it and being mad at my kids to go, I think I'm the asshole in this scenario. Like, just let them have their shit. Yeah, that's true. Like you, I mean, you. You don't have like you just have to time like you just have to wait like yeah. I remember asking for things and it was like well your birthday's coming right, up it's right. like you got three months yeah totally <laughs> that costs three months that yeah. sucks yeah and, it really that does is, that's that, your that is an eternity when you're that old oh yeah, god especially, I mean like a game you know, all your friends beat it by then and it's yeah this, nowadays you know the spoilers are on the internet and if that's you can't, three months is like yeah it's such a long time <laughs> yeah nowadays, that's especially. yeah oh I just that's like me getting Super Mario Brothers now. Like in a kid's mind, like the way, like Which, it's been out for a hundred years. Right. Like that's how it feels. Exactly. <laughs> Getting it now. <laughs> Jim, you guys know this princess is in another castle? <laughs> <laughs> You're walking around singing the theme song. God, those games are so, when's the last time you've actually played like one of those old games? A Mario? 
It just they're, any any they're sort of like there's it takes so, so much patience because yeah, you can't say you can't save them. They're, they're technically so hard. hard to uh, execute as well. It's yeah. not like nowadays they're much more forgiving and the, the controllers are more sensitive and there's yeah. so many more options. Just like it's yeah, you die, you're back to the beginning. Uh-huh. You, the game's over, you're back to the beginning of the game, and you just get like three lives. Three lives. And this then, is more reason why I should not get. This is my last memory of video games. Yeah. Yeah. Is that well? So I'm now like, it's yeah. like if like you kind of just don't like if you die, then you just. Pick right just back. pick right back it's up. Like, well, there's no reason in just, even dying. Yeah, they even have deaths. Yeah. Just remember the, the concept of three lives. It's yeah. Just yeah. Dead. That's over. And you're seeing your lives on the top of the screen. I have a tattoo of a, a 8-bit, there's a Sega Master System game called uh, Alex Kid Miracle World, which is huge for me as a kid. And then I, I went like a few years ago, bought a, a Master System on eBay and got the game. And it's like, I couldn't get through. I beat this thing as a kid like five times. Yeah. Now I'm like, I get through, I die twice. I'm just like, I'm done. This is bullshit. It's I'm done. <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. That's really funny. It's, it's, it's really it crazy. comes from I guess it comes from the the um, arcade world where your quarter had to run out right mm-hmm. so they point. put lives on it and it's like then they transferred it to the home use and it's like well this is how games work dude we are like unlocking the mysteries of the universe right now <laughs> we've figured out presents and video games we haven't <laughs> Three minutes. What do you got, world? We're going to solve the problems. <laughs> We're not even going to need Trump after all, you guys. Oh, my God. That's a whole nother. But I'm glad he's there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah for security. I mean, that's nice to house. know. It's like, well, it's like Jesus. It's nice to know that he's out there yeah, listening to right. the podcast. Yeah. Thinking about He's the number eight. He's the number eight subscriber of this podcast. Yeah, so I was Putin just showing. is actually up for number 10. Oh We're going to hope God. he gets Ooh. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to, we need to you know, outreach to the foreign countries. Well, he's our new so. president, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just right. That's got to be. Well, Who, who'd you steal that from? Uh, that's, that's straight up Todd. <laughs> who, who tweeted that? <laughs> that's that's really funny. Actually, he's he's the Putin's new president. That's, yeah. yeah, somebody must. It's so. I, it's, I did read good. some good. articles in the New Yorker that were like, uh, you know, uh, somebody awarded like Man of the Year, a president Putin awards. Or somebody, Putin awards somebody Man of the Year for FBI. It's but some, that's a great, like, God, line. I wish we were talking about this on a podcast because I would steal it. I, I would ask you if I, I would ask permission, but there's a tweet there just like, you know, you I'll, know whatever. It's like 14 days till President Putin is inaugurated. You know, that's, that's, that's really funny. I'm not using it. You can have it. Uh, I'm not a stand-up or anything. You're, that's, that's all you. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. I, he, yeah, it, it is. really funny. I did send an email today that my friend sent this, those uh, New Yorker things to me, and I wrote back something along the lines of, uh, uh, I look forward to uh, Putin being in charge, uh, and then in parentheses, I'm a fr- I don't know how far the hacking goes. Like, is this up? Like, is this email being read? Like, I want to oh, yeah. be sure everything is cool. What's the, what do you call the thing that's on your email? The, uh, the like the, the message that's on the bottom. No, yeah, subject <laughs> letters headline. No, the thing that's on the bottom that's like you, you could have the, the personalized signature. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I changed mine to like if any Russian hackers are reading this, what's up, y'all? But um, <laughs> I want well, fr- at least it's friendly. Yeah, yeah that's great. Like, yeah, oh, this tweet that I, you, just because I know it's Trump, and but there's this is the best. Oh, did I not? I thought I favored it. <laughs> what's that sound? It's the sound of Ernie panting in the background. <laughs> I liked it. I know I did. The, the best Trump tweet. Did you see his New Year's tweet, guys? I was trying to find it. Oh, no. It was so incredible. Oh, about the... Uh, about his enemies? Yes. Well, unreal. That guy's going to be the president. Did you see... On that see note, let us let's let me try and pull this up real quick. Uh, did you... Apparently, Matt Oswalt, Patton Oswalt's brother, said... Uh, I think after, as, as, Let's use his full name, Matt and Oswalt. Yes. <laughs> after seeing that, tweeted something... We don't call him Pat Oswalt. He, he uh, said something about that that tweet sounded like uh something about like it sounded like it was the joker saying this and he as he was about to unveil some sort of scheme yeah. 
and then like later tweeted because uh, you know Mark Hamill did the voice of the Joker on That's the Batman right. cartoons, so he said that uh, this is like a million dollar idea. Mark Hamill should uh, read them as the Joker or whatever, and so Mark Hamill has started doing no that. Way. So here is here is that tweet as read by Mark Hamill as the Joker. Happy New Year to all, including to my many enemies and those who have fought me and lost so badly. <laughs> they just don't know what to do. <laughs> Love. <laughs> That's a different. He's, he's altered his take on the Joker. Mark has. I think he's, he's let the Force Awakens fame go to his head a little bit. He's like, I'm gonna. This is. I'm gonna do a two minute version of this. Yeah, we got the time, baby. 140 characters, 140 minutes. <laughs> but I love. That was great, though. That's amazing yeah, that I said that and you had that on I, deck. Well, I, I, because I it's literally, incredible. I like retweeted that last night, so I, I knew how to find it it's easily. Such you, my you Twitter's should, great, by the way. <laughs> I've heard that from people who follow you, but it's not sold yet. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did, so it's just amazing that that's what he said. I mean, that was that was yeah, incredible. That's by the way, Tony. real. But that he, that's the, what he said to all night. The people have fought me and lost so bad. Like that guy's what a sore. Did man. he actually say enemies? Yeah, yeah. I'll read. I'll read it. Says I'm gonna, enemies. I'm going to read that tweet as a, a Jewish comedian. No. Oh please! <laughs> but I'm not. I mean, I don't do it. I'm not going to do like a Jackie Mason impression or anything. Okay. I just mean, I am one. So no, but <laughs> just happy because maybe it gets lost. What do you? <laughs> happy New Year to all. That's I'm doing the Jewish comedian impression already. <laughs> happy New Year to all, including to my many enemies and those who have fought me and lost so badly they just don't know what to do. Love exclamation point. Like you know, so he ended it kind of like Kardashiany. What does love mean? Is that like him signing off? Like it's, it's like it's like toodles, yeah, kind of <laughs> like salutation, like or, kisses. Or I guess it's the yeah, end. yeah, love. Yours truly. It's so weird though. To my many enemies, you're the, about it's, to be the president. Yeah, everything. Don't he's even tweeting. talk about having enemies. No, yes. much less many. Yeah, he also like, was like tweeting. Did you see he was like bragging about how uh, the new Arnold Schwarzenegger version of The Apprentice is not getting as good of ratings as his version did. Even though he's still producing this one, yeah. he's bragging about it failing. Yeah. God, no, I didn't see that. It makes incredible. sense, though. I mean, it's... Oh, by the way, I haven't followed... <laughs> there was a lot of a... And I should... This is be a Google search, not a question to ask on a podcast, but there was a lot of speculation as to what Arnold's catchphrase would be. Do you guys know what it is? I haven't seen it. Uh-uh. Well, you guys want to... Ma- I do know what it is. You I'll, guys want to make I'll, some I'll, guesses? Um, yes. It's got to be about... Be unemployed. Oh no! It's got to be catchphrase. I know it's got to be some. You won't be back. That's exactly what I was gonna guess. You're on the right track, but you're 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 not. I'll be back. I'm gonna use the bathroom, then come back and fire you. (laughs) Um, right movie. Wait, I'll be back with Terminator. Yeah, you're. It's the right. That's the right movie. It's um. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper is another one. Yeah. <laughs> get to the chopper. It's, 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 it's not a tumor. It's you <laughs> being fired. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. What if you went with the <laughs> <Yeah>. kindergarten <laughs> kindergarten <laughs> Why do I have to do the impression so badly? It's Although, critical. Yeah, Otherwise, we don't yeah. know what you're talking. Yeah. Look, uh, it's not a tumor. Yeah. Right. That doesn't. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> yeah. So are we ready to give up, or do we? Uh, are we sure. close It's up? it's not exciting. He just that's, says, the, that's what he says? Yeah, it's, it's not exciting. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, shit. I must have lost. <laughs> yeah. I need excitement. He just says, you're terminated. God. Actually, that's... I like it. Because it's, they didn't use a catchphrase. It termi- and that's not, it's not a stretch. To say, it's not like, um, you know, you're annihilated. If something... You know, if he, that was the movie was called The Annihilator. Because terminated is actually slang for getting fired. Yeah. Know, official slang or official terminology. 
no I mean, term. If, if, yeah. you're, if you're going to go that way, that's the right of all the options. That's the right one. It's just I would rather him go. You didn't make it this week. <laughs> yeah, right. yes, better, is, this, is this the Werner Herzog the version? Werner Herzog version. <laughs> there are better people out there for the job. You're not the best choice. <laughs> I love Werner Herzog. He's very good. Oh, God damn it. Paul's version of him is so funny. Paul, yeah. yeah Paul I Duncan can says to that. Oh, yeah. Werner Herzog, and it's so it's, funny. It's, it's, it's a fun impression. It's, I mean, it's, it almost doesn't need an impression because the real thing is so yeah. funny. That's and what's crazy. It, do we all agree the best version of it is him and Grizzly Man? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Although, <laughs> every time I hear him talk, it's like Paul does his version that is heightened, but then you hear Werner Herzog, and his accent is so crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, sounds like, it sounds like an American doing a bad German accent. I can't remember, Ed. I know you're, you're a... Doug loves movies regular. Have you done it with Werner? No, but I've done it with Mark Wahlberg. Okay, you have. Yes. I have as well. Who's, yeah, who's equally famous. Oh, right. he's so good. <laughs> yeah. He's so funny. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's great. Oh, he's, he's a fun guy to be around. <laughs> Is uh, uh, yeah, I love it. Dan- our friend Daniel Van Kirk. Yep, we gotta have. Him oh, back I was. On. I thought we weren't able to do that. Oh, are we? Well, not I guess supposed we to? can on this show. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Doug. <laughs> my my favorite was cats uh, out of the bag. Daniel Daniel did uh, the show before. We just did our live show thing that we did too. But he was on the show a while back, and uh, we do this thing at the uh, at the end of the show. We'll we'll do it later. Where I ask about. Uh, you know, we'll do it early this week since, <gasps> it's, since it's since it's being talked about right wow. now. Wow, our, our friend, our friend Dave Clock, uh, his favorite two things in the world are hockey and sandwiches. And a friend made a back patch for his jacket that set two banners: hockey and sandwiches. So I ask everyone, what would your two things be? Star and Wars. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I think no, but if it, God, that's tough because I have three. Star Wars, Weezer, and, and professional boxing, which is a weird one to throw in. Oh yeah, I forgot you're the boxing. I don't know, guy. but I think I'd have to. Uh, which, I guess Weezer's more of a lifestyle than boxing is, at least because I don't partake. But that's, that's a right. tough one. Star Wars for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what? Just I'd have to go Star and Wars. That was a better answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, do you, wait. Do you well, box? Do you actually box? No, I'm, I'm more like the, the Burt Sugar type. Do you know who that is? No. Yeah, you would if you saw him. That's like, a great name. Yeah, he was like a, he passed away, but he's like the salty, you know, the salty boxing writer with the fedora chomping on the cigar. Going, okay. These colored kids can fight, you know. Oh, and like I guess I'd be more that version. <laughs> okay. Except I'd say, you know, these blacks because I keep it more <laughs> sure. PC. Yeah, yeah thank <laughs> you. That, that guy's a good black fighter. You know? <laughs> Boxing is one of the last places you can openly discuss race and the difference between them, like on an athletic level. I just I don't make it making you guys uncomfortable, but I <laughs> feel sweating. But, I feel terrible inside. I, I just but you saw... could you could watch boxing and they're, and they're like this guy, you know, he fights like a real Mexican. He's not a Mexican, but he fights like a Mexican. Or this is a typical man. Imagine watching a football game like this guy's or a baseball. Game. This guy just swings like a Puerto Rican. You know, just there's no way you could get away with <laughs> yeah, it ever. It's instantly fired. Never. Boxing yeah. is like the last bastion of openly discussing, you know. Eugenics. I heard, some, <laughs> I heard somebody said uh, last week there was a football player, somebody who was like talking about he was a black guy talking about a white guy. And like, yeah, he's pretty great for a white guy. Like as a white guy goes, really? he's a good, sure. yeah. he didn't say fly. <laughs> uh, I'm not exactly positive. I get a lot of crossed wires. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was crazy that that it, it was a big argument. Yeah, it's strange. I Yeah. Boxing, I, I I like the idea of boxing, but I've never gotten into it. Yeah, I'm just in love with it as a as a thing, as an just the I every the ambiance, the the slang, the just the I'm also as a obsessive personality. There's so much minutia. Yeah, just you know 
200 years of just records and this guy beat this guy and 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 on an athletic level just the poetry of it and i just just in love with it i go to the boxing hall of fame every year in upstate new york Nerdalus! are you serious? i didn't i missed last year but uh i'm trying to do it every year although wow. my does cr- it change I, much from you now it yes no it's it's comic-con for boxing nerds you'd think it would be like a bunch of, it's just, oh so it's not like a thing that no it's is this, always there no it is it's a boxing oh, okay. hall of fame but it's a tiny little building but when they do the induction every year it's this place called Canasota, New York. It's Madison County, this tiny little beautiful old town. And uh, it's just boxing. Take, they've the f- a couple world champions that were born there and somehow that became the, the designated as the uh, the home for the Hall of Fame. Wow. But it's really, you see the same people. I went one year because I'm, I'm a big Mike Tyson fan and Tyson went in the same year Stallone did. And I ah, there was someone else big too. I think Julio Cesar Chavez. So, whatever it was, I thought this is a good year to go uh, because I'll just go once, and I'd heard it was really interactive compared to the other sports hall because you're just in the you know in town just rubbing shoulders with the people being nom- uh, inducted, and so I thought I'd go once, and what happened was I just met all these friends from all over the world, and they all go every year, and I realized I have to come back next year, and it's almost now it's better when the the people going in are not as famous because it's less crowded with the the touristy types because everyone's like territorial about it's the same it's a it's a great experience wow. I actually have it tattooed their logo on my no way yeah, yeah. but um. <laughs> Uh, I fell in with this group of people right away who are these great people from all over the country and a couple even from other countries and we, we, we all, you know, we hang out together this, every, every time I go and a lot of them since this election happened I've, you know, through Facebook they're just these Trump supporters and it makes me kind of not want to go back yeah. anymore I hate to say it because yeah. I want to be the guy that can like, accept people for your political opinions but it's different with Trump it's not like if they were Bush supporters right. I, I wouldn't be like oh I can't hang out with you guys I'm not yeah. anti-Republican or you know, or of course. I'm not even a Democrat. I'm just not. I can't like anyone that could support that guy. Yeah, it puts you in a class of, you know, of it's like, a weird it's a reality yeah, that I can't that I just don't think I can. I don't want to go hang out with those guys and rub shoulders of knowing that that's that they're okay with that. Mm-hmm. It sucks, but it's really weird. Yeah, it's interesting. Ugh. But how about Weezer? <laughs> what a great band. <laughs> um, I mean, big I, Trump supporters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. What? What if? What if you, you found that out? Yeah. Right. Uh, God, that would be a tough one. Have you I gone on the cruise? I did. I performed on the cruise. You did. Yeah, I got to perform on the second cruise. Holy yeah, shit! Congratulations. That great. must have been incredible. It was a great experience. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Was that, was that via Doug? It was via oh, Doug. Was yeah. It was via Doug. Wow. And uh, it was actually the first time I did Douglas movies ever. Was on that cruise, and I oh, was nice. horrible on it. I had lost my voice. Didn't know the games. Wasn't a listener of the show, <laughs> and just was and, and starstruck because two of the members of Two uh, Pat and Scott from Weezer were on the yeah. show, and I was a little starstruck. I'm not gonna lie, and it just wasn't. It just didn't go well for me. I had great stand-up sets on the cruise, but nobody ever gets to see or hear those. Right. So the one thing I recorded <laughs> for the ages, of course, is, that's out there. It's just horrible. That wasn't. Uh... And I taught Pat Wilson about Weezer. Pat Wilson, the drummer of Weezer. D- Doug asked him, "What's your favorite song to play backstage?" And I'm gonna reveal this because I. I really have nothing to lose. Uh, Pat said, he, "Well, his least favorite song he said was Beverly Hills." He says, "I hate playing Beverly Hills." Which, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand with him. I, on that believe, one. I know it's a song that a lot of people hate. It's their only, it's their only song on the chart on Billboard. You know, on the as a really single, as a single. Yeah, I it's their highest or the highest charting song, not the only. Song. Weird. And I and I and I do like the song because I think I know the reasoning behind it was Rick Rubin saying, you know, do stuff you've never done, and somehow it came up like. Uh, we that, that was on the album Rick Rubin produced uh-huh. that we never had like a boom boom clap song you know like uh-huh. a we will rock you type so let's just bang one out and it's it's I like the song I like I I'm such th- a devoted I, Weezer fan I, like I don't it, but like despise it yeah there are songs of theirs that I dislike and more, I, I, I like say. the Frampton guitar whatever what's <laughs> the, it, the talk box the talk box I know I will thinking, say yeah. that's that's the part of the song that gets stuck in my head yeah like but, I find that in my head a lot so he says his favorite song to play was Hashpipe which is a you know like, would mm-hmm. you stand by that is that a fun 
I think a, it's a fun one. It's that it's not one of my favorites as, of. But this, as a but drummer, I, and he's a he's a drummer. Would, uh, that, would you see that's a fun drum song? Or? No, I kind of wouldn't honestly. Yeah, I don't know. He said it's it was fine. Fun. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with so, it. Yeah, so he said it was great, and I said, yeah. Plus, you got the Beatles reference in it, and he goes. What Beatles reference? And I said, you know, the lyric where he says, I can't help my feelings go out of my mind. That's from, uh, you can't do that on Hard Day's Night. It's like the opening line of, of that song. Uh-huh. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. And I, and, and I, I somehow. I, I never put that together. And then, and then he was like, damn, Jacob Siroff, whose name I remember. You're a, you're a <laughs> genius. Thank you for teaching me about my band. Do you want to be in Weezer? <laughs> do you want to be in Weezer? Yeah. Because Josh Freeze has some shit to do. If you want to just. <laughs> Get in there. Yeah. Grab a Moog. <laughs> and join in. <laughs> That was a really fun experience. That's really cool. Yeah. Man, that's getting to be around your favorite, favorite, favorite yeah. thing is pretty nuts. But I really I didn't go well. I didn't Rivers didn't kick it. He was great. I you know, I think I think you told me yeah. about your rivers. And uh, I yeah, I, I had a couple rivers experiences and meeting him and none of them went well and it was my fault. And I like he, I didn't meet him the whole cruise, but the, the, got to see him perform live on a beach in the Bahamas, which is amazing. Sure. The whole the whole thing was great. And um at we at, <laughs> At the uh, just a delivery, a new, another guest showing up, <laughs> knock on the door, another Jew coming. Um, as uh, do you cut this out? I, you shouldn't. Nope. Okay, good. Uh, you so as we're leaving the cruise, and uh, our some, it was hard to get a bus. We ended up on the same shuttle to the airport as the band. Oh, and no. you know, I see Rivers on the back with his family, and I'm just plotting like, okay, I'm gonna say this. I have to can't do this whole cruise, and I'm an artist, so I'm not like just a complete fanboy, even though yeah. I am. And uh, so I went up to, I caught him getting, we dismounted, dismounted, exited the bus. <laughs> you guys got a horse to the Yeah, right. I caught him, <laughs> I caught him and I said, dude, I have a, um, I have, I have Weezer tattoos. I have tired of sex tattooed on my chest. Do you want to see it? And he said, no, I don't. And I said, well, I'm going to show you anyway, which I proceeded to do. And he got totally freaked out. And, you know, he's already kind of like halfway yeah. one foot in the Asperger's pool. So I was just yes. like, ah, oh, that was such a bad one foot. Do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so that was meeting number one with him. Although he was, it was nice enough. He wasn't a dick to me. I was just, he was like, he, you know, he's respectfully declined and I ignored his request. <laughs> his <wishes. laughs> and showed him anyway. And he was like, just like, Whoa, that's crazy. Like he just wasn't, wasn't as stoked on it as I thought he might be. Um, so then, because of doing that cruise, I became kind of friendly with their management and stuff, and they were touring the record, the Everything Will Be All Right in the End record, which is two albums ago. And, uh, and they did a thing where they played the whole record in small venues, and I didn't get a ticket, and somehow I put the feelers out on Facebook, and his management reached out to me and said, well, we'll ho- or their management said, we'll hook you up. Wow. They gave me tickets for San Francisco and for Pomona. So I drove up to San Francisco just to see it. it oh, my God. I think Bimbo, no, which one? Slims. It was at Slims, Tiny Club. I'm sure you guys have played it. And yep, I've been to Slims and uh, tiny club for Weezer at this stage in their career. Right, right. And it was really rad. And uh, he, he he's really good with the fans. And there's I also had become friends with the fan uh, the Weezer fan club people, or at least mm-hmm. the California ones. And uh, they would hold these kind of fan le- pre-show meet, drinks and food kind of thing. Yeah. And he start would made a habit of kind of showing up to them. And so we really? weren't sure he was gonna, but he did he did show up to them. And I just completely made an ass out of him. Remember me? I was in the cruise and he was just like, dude, there's Asian girls here. I don't want to talk to you. Why are you, why are you talking to me being, you know, you're the wrong gender and ethnicity. And, uh, and I was like, okay, I'm done talking to rivers. I'm done talking to rivers. So then I go to the Pomona show. I take my ex-wife 
we were very friendly at the time, and she's a big Weezer fan too. So I said, "You got to come to this." And I, I we got us, she got us hit her, and I brought, I, I brought her to the show. So we're doing the pre-lunch thing, and I'm thinking, "There's a chance he's going to show up." You know, don't freak. I tell her this, don't freak out. There's, you know, Rivers might come. He came in San Francisco, so he, he just comes rolling in, and she, she instantly just looks and goes, "Oh my God!" Pretty loudly, right? Uh-huh. And I, and I just shamed her. I was just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? You're making a fool out of everybody at this table right now. Shame on you!" You know, like, like either show them your tattoos yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah, exactly like, act cool. <laughs> be cool sherry and then uh and then she literally starts crying runs to the bathroom and i'm feeling like oh my god i'm the biggest piece of shit in the world the minute she, then she leaves the bathroom she comes back river sits down a couple chairs down and i instantly go uh rivers i don't know if you remember me i'm the guy that met you a couple times with the thing and uh and then i had in the interim i had tattooed that record uh the name everything will be all right in the end which was the current record at the time oh, wow. i tattooed that on my ribs and i was like Fresh. dude uh i just want to tell you uh i think like every song even the bad ones like just saying everything oh, wrong. No. And, I was like, <laughs> and also uh, check this out and i showed him the tattoo and he just looked at me he didn't crack a smile and he goes so you liked it <laughs> <laughs> and I, just, I just never want i never need to meet him or see be in the same room with him ever again i think like i feel like that is totally his Asperger thing where like yeah he can't read all of that emotion at all yeah he can't read that he just is like he got it tattooed x equals he liked the record yeah I think maybe or you don't think he was kind of taking a maybe not maybe I'm projecting I kind of feel like honestly I don't I don't think you're dealing with like a an average situation yeah. I don't he might have been that way he might have yeah. been like taking you down a peg uh, but but I also kind of go like it wouldn't. I, I wouldn't put know. it past him that he just social doesn't pieces. have that together. I just wish. I, I've had. Have you ever felt like you, you're too normal to be brilliant? Like all my the people, because the people I want to think of myself as this, you know, really great art, right. creator and artistic type. But then I'm, yeah. like, I'm not. I'm not Aspergery enough. Like all the people I really admire, like don't have normal conversations or like, yeah. like God. Maybe I'm just like I'm too like normal of a dude to just be. I've been a lot of the people that I've that I know who are that way have sort of figured out that stuff a little bit like the to it act, developed to act Aspergery. <laughs> just go to go to art openings and act like you and look at your feet. <laughs> but like, just they learned some social skills to some degree, like yeah. learned how to do. And it just seems like examples. Uh, <laughs> I absolutely won't. It does seems like I've well, never you're, you're, met Rivers, but it does seem like that hey. guy is just past it like he's just not gonna do yeah. it. it this is how he lives his life i've uh, heard weird stories from him. i've played uh, another one i've played a, sorry oh me. no i was just gonna say i've played a bunch of shows with weezer never met him never yeah. met him yeah yeah i don't i just don't think but, he has i can't believe he's got a family like it's amazing yeah. that he's met somebody and like good for him well it had but, to be a, a demure japanese woman I not hope, just because that's I hope cl- for him. clearly what he's into, but yeah, <laughs> someone that okay, you had some Japanese envy there. You no, sh- you I say with your white wife. No, <laughs> I'm saying like he loves it so much. I hope that he like he figured that oh, out. He's so wait, happy. Why, why would he have settled for less? Yeah, I you hope. know, it's like, not like yeah, he's like some normal guy with a Japanese fetish. But like, where am I gonna get one? It's like yeah, he's fucking he just, Rivers Cuomo. And his, oh, he's <laughs> such a weird guy. But I was, I was saying David Lynch is another guy that oh, I'm really he? into. That's not a normal. I don't know if he's quite as aspy as Rivers, but he's definitely. You know, weird, not like a normal. Oh, mm-hmm. I could, I couldn't imagine David Lynch being normal. Yeah, yeah. You don't want him to be. But <laughs> That's if you, right. If you met him and he was just some guy with like a, you know, a, a you know, like a Ed Hardy hat or something, you'd be like, oh, this sucks, you know, because <laughs> you can't see that hair. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I think um, I, I, you always hear that thing like you'd never meet your heroes. Yep. Yeah. And I do try to like the, I don't have many people in my life that I give that many shits about in terms of fame, like uh. You know, people that I really respect or whatever, but like if they're dicks, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Uh, but 
there are a couple like Rocket from the Crypt is a band that I grew up yeah. loving. They are my Weezer. I just love that band. Have you ever met any of them? Uh, no, and I don't want to. Yeah, it's not San Diego band, right? Yep. Listening? Yeah, that's right. And it's not f- like I like just saw them play like a shoe store. <laughs> they played that, the yeah. Doc Martin store at, for the opening of that store or whatever, and just so weird because they don't play very often ever. Yeah. You know, 150 like, people. I love that. That's what wow. they played in a shoot. So, and they, you know, they're they they're must like been hardcores. A, they come out big fans. Yeah. Uh, you know, and hardcore Doc it, Martin fans. That's what. Yeah, big. <laughs> that's what you fans. meant, right? Big yeah. shoe heads. No, I meant hardcore Weezer fans. <laughs> yeah, they came out. They go to everything. Weezer fans <laughs> love stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> love stuff. Just anything. Um, I was but, like, it's so hard not to make a. a we, a fat girl Weezer fan loving food joke right there. <laughs> <laughs> I but I I at that sh- I mean there there was no doubt I could have met those guys. Yeah, because you're in a shoe but store. I'm yeah, in yeah, a yeah. small and I just yeah. got out of there. You're just like, do you have yeah. this in a nine and a half? <laughs> oh, you're in the band. Oh <laughs> my god, John Reeks, my bad. <laughs> have you met anybody that that you hold at that uh, level? I, I you know what I just remembered. I did talk to Rocket one those guys one time. Uh-huh. In I just said one thing to him and moved on. Uh, they played in Richmond, Virginia at hey. VCU and an outdoor thing. These these guys show up. They wear like outfits and uniforms on stage. They pop out of the van wearing blue jeans that are rolled up. Every one of them and a white T-shirt. Every single one of these guys. They did not wear that on stage that night. That well, they was dress their, alike off stage. Off stage. <laughs> That's great. In the va- which is so over the top and it made me laugh wow. so hard. It's like the perfect thing. But uh, I met, I, they walked by and I was like, so excited to see you guys tonight. That was the end of, they were like, yeah. oh, cool, man. That was it. I just came up with a great Rocket from the Crypt uh, cover band name. Uh, well, I'll have it. Groot from the Crypt. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right. <laughs> hey, it's your pal, Tony Thaxton here. Just wanted to make sure you guys know about Downright.com. You can buy custom written songs for yourself, your friend, whoever you want. Uh, I'm on there. Lots of other great artists are on there, too. So please check out the website, D-O-W-N-W-R-I-T-E dot com, and buy a song today. And here's my promise. If you buy a song from me on downright.com, I promise it'll be way better than this. Speaking of questionable taste, I'm a big Fall Out Boy fan, and I got to write, oh, yeah, jo- write your- jokes for Pete Wentz. Who's he's doing some web series where he's like doing or he's pitching a web series where he wants to do a different a different job every episode, and somehow for the comedian one again, this should just be called the Doug Benson podcast, not the Christmas podcast. But Doug got assigned as his mentor to okay. for you know to like help him to coach him to wow. to do a, a set. And so we brought in a couple of me and a couple of the comics, and we just spent the day helping Pete Wentz write a five minute act and watched him do it on a, a at a show at the Hollywood Improv. But he fo- Pete Wentz followed me. How do you do? I mean, he tried to follow me. Okay, <laughs> guys, he did his you, best. You, <laughs> how did it go? It went really. I mean, he's obviously comfortable on stage. Sure, uh, but you know, it went really well for me. You know, I was very excited to be there. <laughs> and it, it's surreal watching a guy that you're a big a fan of that does something. You know, because uh, Tony, you know, I think most comics want to be musicians, and a lot of musicians want to yep. be yeah. comics. Or it's just a, it's a love of it's a love affair that like a self hating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thing that well, like I, I, we suck, but you guys are great. If I can only do what you do, yeah. And I think we're right actually because there's 
it's so much easier to be funny as a musician than to be a talented musician as a comic. But uh, it was it's surreal. <laughs> it was surreal watching this guy tell my jokes. Wait, I'd written for do you think it's easier to be funny? Yes, I think that there's more of a chance that like you know Tony's a funny guy that people could like segue to some whether it's stand up that you could you know uh, Henry Rollins has done comedy stuff you know sure. or, or there's people that can make that transition but I don't yeah. know many comics who are like I'm gonna I'm gonna put out a, a, a serious uh, music album and people, right. that, that would be any good or Tim Heidecker just did it did, was it serious Yeah, I think it, yeah really? I haven't heard it but I yeah it, that's it's right. really? surprisingly good Wow yeah yeah I was trying to think has anyone successfully done it because I wouldn't. But Eric maybe, Brown oh, Eddie was Murphy. also in Eddie Murphy, no, of course. Right. <laughs> oh. he, he did have a hit. Yeah, yeah. You can't deny yeah. that. He did. He sang like twenty percent on. It was Rick James sang like eighty percent of the lyrics, and he did tw- on party all the time. Really? It was mostly Rick. Yeah, I mean, even in the video, like Eddie Murphy pretty much sang backup on his on his hit single. That's I good. Didn't, I don't think I realized that's the that. way to do it. <laughs> um, At least that's the way I remember it. No, good thing there's no no way to fact check it. No, 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 no way. Uh, Jeff Foxworthy had a great punk record. <laughs> 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 no, you're a punk rocker when <laughs> if you mosh counterclockwise, <laughs> if you love punk. bashing skinheads, <laughs> I said my, I meant sir. You know what I meant. Circle Anyways. petting. Yeah, uh, that, go, we need to write some more of those. We don't waste time on the. <laughs> yeah, those are, those are, come on, guys, let's get this. Let's get this done. <laughs> the one, the one, just before we move on, because it's uh, it ties in. I forgot this, the coolest part about Pete Wentz because we didn't talk music at all, and I wanted to a little bit, but I did get to tell him after the dust settled and he had had a good set and felt he was so nervous which is adorable about the set but uh that i got to i told him that uh i'm going to pronounce it wrong but folia de folia de they're, they're uh-huh. one two three they're fourth record but it's one that kind of almost sent him into retirement i told mm-hmm. him that that's your guys pinkerton and he goes i agree it totally is wow yeah. And he said, I said, why don't and he, I said, why don't you play it ever? You don't play enough songs from, you know, uh, when you do live shows. And he says, because Patrick is weird about it and feels like slighted still that I sh- maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but who cares um, that uh, uh, people, you know, when they first when the record came out, the, their hardcores would boo the songs and they played them and stuff. And really, that, and that's exactly how Rivers did with Pinkerton. He wouldn't he refuse to play a song. You know, yeah. For years, he wouldn't play anything on it because he was so hurt by the critical and wow. and uh, and commercial failure of the of the record and it's funny just like that was kind of they were just follow-up boy was just on a roll and they put that out and people were like nah never mind and then they didn't do anything for five years and then came back as a weird pop act hmm. but I'm, i will admit i like those new i like the new follow-up boy stuff too wow <laughs> yeah that drummer but i gave him shit about the ghostbuster song <laughs> i got that was rad i got to do that like, Wait, thanks for fucking up my childhood <laughs> is patrick the singer yeah patrick's the singer yeah the uh the drummer guy is like uh, in a bunch of like really good hardcore bands, really, and is in a straight edge vegan straight edge band that right now. That makes a lot of that sense. That is fucking phenomenal. I cannot remember really? what they're called off the top of my yeah. head. I wish I remembered. Uh, my friend showed it to me, and I couldn't believe how good it was. It's so incredible. I like to say he's a good drummer. Like, if any gay, it's like anyone that can play drums is a good drummer. Yeah, my, yeah. Like, he's famous and he plays drums. He's a good I, drummer. He's, he's like, a good drummer. He didn't good. stop the song halfway yeah, right, through. Exactly. To, like, fix it. He played, he kept, he hit all the drums with I, the sticks. I yeah, never felt good. like he was missing cymbals. Yeah, right. Like, ever. <laughs> it was funny that I, I even have the audacity to talk music <laughs> with people. Like, I don't even know how to talk about Like, were those chords or bars? Like, I don't, whatever they were, <laughs> you're very bars. good at those. Chord. You're so good you at chords and bars. You don't play any music. Nothing, nothing. I know, I just dress like I would. I'm always impressed with people who are fans of music who love it as much as yeah. you love it who don't play like I, I like I don't know I guess it's like how I'm a fan of comedy and I'm not a stand up or anything yeah but like it God, never it, either like in, in nothing, school even nothing, never nothing, like band no. or even choir even no, nothing wow nothing. Not zero music um, in fact in my like early 20s I, I 
somehow I had like a gift card. I bought like some really cheap kind of beginner guitar. Just thinking, oh, they came with an amp like at sure. Costco. It's like I'm gonna teach. I'll teach myself. Just don't, my fingers don't even want to do the thing. And I didn't take a lesson or anything. But I just thought yeah. I ended up giving it to a friend who knew how to play guitar. I said forget it. Yeah, I just I'm not. I wish, but it, you know, it may. I like that because it's magic to me. The fact that even when I see a, like four of you guys standing on stage and their sounds coming out, like those guys are all doing something at the same time, and that's making that happen. And it doesn't—it almost doesn't even make sense to me that like I see you guys playing, but that's making it comes together to sound that perfect and that melodic. And you guys—it's just—it's I think it's—it's it's beautiful. I, it is, it, I like it, keeping it mysterious. I feel like that is what you're talking about. Is the same thing that like. I remember my very first time playing music was uh, my friend was in a, a band in his garage and they, he was like, hey, we do Crazy Train. We do Paranoid. A lot of Black Sabbath for some reason. <laughs> and uh, he's like, we need a singer, which they didn't because they only knew parts of those songs. <laughs> but it was like, it's the kind of thing you're they watched like, a movie about music where someone <laughs> said, we need a singer. And like, and like, we got to find a guy and tell him we need a well, singer. Yeah, this part of starting a band is telling a person. <laughs> and so they, uh, I came over to the garage and sang par- part of Paranoid and part of uh, Crazy Train. And it was life-changing. Like Just in that the moment. feeling of having it. And yeah, making yeah. Like, Together, making a thing. I can't even imagine, like, when you play, like, in front of big crowds, what it, just the idea of hitting a drum or stroking a guitar and hearing it that loud reverberating throughout a room, that just feels like so, must be feel so empowering. I just, you know, because I'm just, pretty powerful. Guys. Yeah. That's, but, what, you know, that's, we, that's what that's we're why I brought saying. you guys here. <laughs> Stop Trump. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what we're, we're doing. Uh, yeah, I, I've never played that. I played the, we opened those shows for you guys, but I, uh, only did it twice, but uh, any time that we play those bigger shows, it's cra- it feels crazy. Yeah, you get used to it. Though. I imagine you, know? you do. <laughs> well, I would think. But, I mean, I th- I remember feeling that way about comedy when I started. It's just like, wow, I'm just saying things, and then I'm getting the sound of laughter coming back at me. It's a, yeah. it's like a rush that you kind of take. You obviously do it enough, you take it for granted. That's well, the opposite of the experience I had with comedy. Yeah. Oh, did you try comedy? <laughs> I did three stand up sets. Oh, nice. Well, I did. I yeah. I mean, I want to say I killed, but. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I uh, the first one. I bet you did. I did. I did great on the yeah, first that's one. That's how it goes. It is. Yeah. Typically, you, you'll do really well, and then you know you spend fifteen to thirty years chasing that dragon because it's there's there's no you haven't been around comedy to pick up bad habits or to do you know the, there's all these kind of hacky things people do in comedy like you know the kind of getting off. I'll leave you with this. These things you hear all the time are a little bit about myself to start off. You haven't. You don't. You you learn that. You're, when you're fresh and pure and untainted, you can just you just say what you, you're nervous and stuff, but you have adrenaline and you're excited to be there. So then you're like, okay, I'm gonna try it again, and you and you don't you don't know people make the mistake of trying to do a whole new set and not knowing to work on the same stuff and hone it. Or there's just all kinds of reasons why the first set. Most people have that experience where I mean, my first set, I looked at my had notes, I stared at them and looked at my feet the whole time, and I just crushed. And then it was like, then thinking I, oh, okay, I'm hot shit. And then just bombed for two years, you know, before wow. you figure out what to do. I, I guess I guess as part of that is too like being nervous and looking at your feet is a character. Sure, your so your point of view yeah. is so strong at that point yeah. on accident. And then what happens is you get so badly I want to say polished, but it's like badly polished, right. where you're just sounding like you're trying to sound like a comedian too yep. hard, or like do the do the tr- do the motions and with the mics, you know, the way you deal with the mic stand, it's just like this. There's this thing where you're learning how to be a comedian, and it doesn't. It, you, trying so hard to be a natural that it's, it comes off as unnatural mm-hmm. you have to go you, you know you get worse before you get better yeah but you oh. start off great i did get way worse <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That first sets and i mean gosh I, and i guess if you have a really bad one to start you know i guess i could see people just 
Just they're done. Yeah. One and done. But God, it felt so good that first one because I was so nervous about it and paced around my house all day till my hips ate. Yep. You know, that kind of yep. just for five minutes. I thought, what am I going to do for five minutes? Yep. And I'm memorizing it and reading it all day. Like it was like a 12 hour like experience before, you know, this just huge orgasmic release when it happened. You know, nowadays someone says you have five minutes. I'm like, I can't even get my name out in five minutes. Right. I'm doing eight. Don't worry about it. You know? Wow. I don't say that for real. I had no pull, but I just I think it to myself. Like, okay, yeah, good luck with that. Shit. Yeah, God, man. Maybe I'll I get didn't back see the light in advance. You, go, you only did three. Come on, I can I can do it he again. Said you got to suck for like thirty years potentially. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. I can suck <laughs> for you, a long time. You only be what seventy? Yeah, it'll yeah. be great. I'm going to be the best old man it's comic. Like, it's like when they hit com- most comics hit their prime around yeah. seventy. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Comics and Chinese ra- waiters <laughs> hit their prime around seven years old. Chinese waiters. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's let's shift gears here. We're gonna we're gonna. Uh, you want to talk Star Wars, don't you? We're not gonna do Christmas, or we're we gonna do Christmas. I think we might we might have to do both. But uh, I was gonna let's, let's just give you a little taste of a couple of uh, terrible Christmas songs here, real quick. I thought this was. <laughs> I mean, it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote it to sound terrible. Mm-hmm. I, I did. Uh, See, just, also, I thought when it started that it was that was the you were just I didn't know there was a song that was going to lead into it. So oh, I thought you were just playing the Paul McCartney one that I love, and I was like, I was going to walk out of the room because that's <laughs> my favorite Christmas song. That is a divisive. That song. is my favorite Christmas. Well, I'm, I'm an atheist Jew. What do I know? But I, I thought it was a really. Good, that's my favorite Christmas song. <laughs> All right, there you go. I didn't have to ask. Uh, the this is just going to be a, a a short thing, and I may go off on a tangent here because I ended up. Discovering a bunch of things that I got fascinated by that really have nothing to do with Christmas. But uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, this is what led me down this path. So we're going to go on a journey here, guys. Uh, uh, this is, I don't know what year this came out. Clearly from the early 60s, I guess. But this is a little something called... Merry Christmas, everybody. No, Merry Christmas. And a twisted New Year. I already know who sings it. You would, you would think. I know already. I mean, you know, you quickly get the idea. Here. Can I guess? Please guess. It's Chubby Checker's brother, Matt Checker. <laughs> Skinny Checker. <laughs> that is, that is. More uh, obese Checker. <laughs> that is the Marcells. They, they wait. Didn't they do Blue Moon? Did they? I think they did the the main blue moon, the Marcel, or am I? The, I the I, main blue moon. I mean, the I, main one, the not you know, not the the main rock and roll doo wop. Yes, I'm gonna like. Can I look it up? I hate you? twist I, and a twist. My least favorite thing is. Yeah, you're a right. Song. You are correct. They did Blue Moon. Yeah, Good they're, pull. they're legit. Yeah. Good pull. But that's like 1957, and this is them in 1973. You probably do it. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just I love that whole thing. Something becomes popular and like you have to to make and there's like oh it's Christmas time, all right, Mary Twistmas oh, then Twistmas. It's, yeah, twi- <laughs> it's not even that the song is that bad. Twistmas is the worst part. <laughs> yeah, because it's like we could do the, even if you said the Christmas twist or the peppermint Christmas. Yeah, I don't know. They mm-hmm. had the peppermint twist, but there's a way to do it without doing Twistmas. <laughs> yes. So <sighs> I hate that a lot. So because of that, then obviously you start thinking, start thinking about Chubby Checker as I usually do. Sure. On a on a Sunday. But uh, it led me down a weird <laughs> rabbit hole today. <laughs> I spent a little too much time looking up Chubby Checker. Today. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. So I knew I knew of the twist. 
I knew he then also did Twist again. Yep. Great and then one. he did the Chubby Checker and the Fat Boys. Oh, that was great. <laughs> remember that? Yes, I do remember that. But it was the Peppermint Twist not Chubby? Well, that's what I'm getting. Okay. So, as if those all weren't enough, he also had Twistin' Round the World, Twisted Up, Slow Twist, Peppermint Twist, Twistin' USA, and I'm sure <laughs> probably... USA. Yeah, I like to imagine that sounds exactly... It's just Surfing USA, yeah, but yeah. it says Twisting instead. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, I, I can't believe... They, like that's really running with a gimmick. Or like the Zucker Brothers producing his albums, or how did that even? <laughs> yeah. That is just so because cra- it's not like well, if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like those weren't all hits. No. It's just like I don't know what else to do. <laughs> and as if that's not enough, uh, straight from Wikipedia, Chubby performed as well as appeared as a version of himself in the movies Twist Around the Clock and Don't Knock the Twist. Wow. But yeah. not, he was not. Don't knock the twist. <laughs> yeah. Don't 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 knock it until you twisted it. <laughs> did, did, um, don't knock the twist. That is so. Uh, that is so dis- discouraging as an artist. <laughs> yeah. But did um, oh, I was going to ask a question about that. Oh, he's not. He was not in the Disorderlies. No, he wasn't. Just the Fat Boys movie. You're right. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Was I think, think was, that that the song was not from the movie. No, I know that much. Um, I actually liked that when I was a kid. I've never seen it. I know what you're talking about. Well, I like Disorderlies, but I mean, I actually like the the, the the Fat Boys Chubby Checker. Oh yeah, video. I, I, I had the uh, yeah. I had the 45. Oh, oh really? I had the single. <laughs> yeah. The maxi, the maxi single, followed up by the Fat Boys and the Beach Boys doing Wipeout. Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah. Right, All they didn't, and they didn't even do Wipeout. The Beach Boys. There wasn't even a Beach Boys song. No, and it's and it's. It's an instrumental track. Yeah, it made no sense. That was by the Marce- that was by the Marcells, I think. <laughs> Literally, the only thing that made that song wipe out was it started with them going <laughs> wipe out, yeah. and nothing about it was the yeah. same after that. That's true. I would love to see the Fat Boys <laughs> surf in real life. Uh, they're all dead from diabetes <laughs> now, but I mean, you I know, thought, when they were alive. I thought you were going to say uh, I would love to see the Fat Boys live, which I, I would. wouldn't. Who wouldn't? <laughs> I think at least one of them is dead, though. Is that yeah, right? I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Disorderlies was great. Was I saw it multiple times. <laughs> I saw in the theaters. Yeah, we're like the, we're the same age. So I saw, yeah, yeah. We, we have the same taste in shitty pop culture. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're close. Yeah, California raising fan. Big California raising fan. Kidding? Yeah, still got the T-shirt. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've gone too long without California raisin talk. Uh, I, had, I had heard through the grapevine that you were a California. Raisin it's talk. true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I had to look. And of course, there are some Chubby Checker Christmas songs. Then, thank God. I hesitate to call this a. I mean, I guess a technically song. this is yeah. <laughs> technically, this is a song. It's a jingle. More this than is that. it's credited to Bobby Rydell and Chubby Checker. Bobby Rydell's big too, right? Was I, he? I know the name. Or am I just thinking Rydell High because of I, Greece? That's exactly that's what I was going to say. I'm thinking heterosexual. <laughs> that Beastie Boys. Johnny Rydell. Johnny Rydell. Johnny Rydell. Johnny Rydell. Same thing. That's a good song. It is a good song. This is just called Jingle Bell Imitations. What? Yeah. So give this a listen. It's like Herb Alpert or something. Herb Alpert. Well, Chubby, it's about that time of the year. Yep. Bobby, I hear them jingle bells. Hey, let's swing them bells. Let's make it swing. Oh, Chubby, it gets better. How would Elvis do that thing? You ain't nothing but a jingle bell, a jingle bell, a jingle way. Oh, 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 o
appropriating white music. Here's Bobby Rydell doing Bobby Darren. So it literally is the two of these guys doing imitations. Impressions. Literal impressions. I thought it was like impressions, like impressionist art or something. I know you were going to do real impressions. Unbelievable. And then turning in, like, they use as an excuse to make Christmas songs? Like, here's... What's next? I didn't listen to all this. That's a stretch. <laughs> Wait, who's the other guy again? Bobby. Bobby Rydell. This guy. You got enough yet? <laughs> Alright, I just gotta see what's next and then we're then we're cutting out. I was done at you ate nothing but a jingle bell. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Who is this happening? Is he doing Was that Dean Martin or something? I don't know, but when they were in the studio, that guy thought he was killing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like he thought he had a perfect wow. impression. <laughs> Thank God, Chubby Checker's dead. He's not. <laughs> what? He's still go. He's uh, playing. Curse you, God, for not he's killing playing Chubby Checker. Shows. Yeah. Is he? No. <laughs> Good for him. God, I wish I had something. Like Maybe we should it. call out. Go and call out Christmas impressions. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could get him on the show at this. I point. thought you were yeah. going to say maybe we should call him. <laughs> we haven't called him right. in a while. <laughs> I think twenty bucks and some, you know, fucking Dunkin' Donuts. You can get him over here. Yeah. So <laughs> Chubby Checker. One he la- made it. One last thing about Chubby Checker in, in doing all this. I ended up going to ChubbyChecker.com today. Yep. And I clicked on merch just to see. I ended up going to ChubbyChecker.com. <laughs> if you guys guessed 300 items that are available in Chubby Checker's merch store, you would not guess. Unless you looked at my Instagram today, you would not guess ever what one of his merch items okay, is. Okay, I have you blocked, so there's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cheating. Gonna, whatever I if I'm right, it's it's legit. I would say a chubby checkerboard. <laughs> no, that, that uh, would be that would be too appropriate. Make too I was much gonna sense. say like a chubby checker, like uh, like when you go eat lobster and there's like a little picture of a lobster on a bib. It's a little <laughs> picture of chubby <laughs> checker. How about a chubby checker flashlight? <laughs> <laughs> I will I will say Todd is actually kind of on the right track. Wow. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, baby onesies. Uh, chubby checker wet naps. No, you're, wet you're wipes. A, wet wipes for you're, your butthole. You, <laughs> that's how they're packaged. Wet wipes. Chubby checkers. Wet wipes for, <laughs> for your, your butthole. butthole. <laughs> Ooh, hey everybody, it's me, Chubby. I'm just here twisting because it's the only goddamn thing I knew apparently. But also, let me tell you about my new product. Get some wet wipes for your butthole after you take a shit. That's really about it. That's all there is to it. Get some wet wipes for your butthole. The the food thing was on the right track. Oh, well, that actually is appropriate. He's chubby. Yeah, yeah. Chubby checker. I'm uh, just gonna tell you. Guys. Placemat set. Oh. Chubby checker. Chicken nuggets. Beef jerky. Wow, that, that makes sounds sense. like maybe a passion project. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like. You know what I mean? Like with a Vander Holyfield totally. with the sauce, with the yep. barbecue. It's like, right. this is something I like and I want to get out. You or know? George Foreman with the grill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea and that it's, George Foreman invented that. It's incredible. <laughs> because 
because he's doing commercials for inventing website. Like, Eddie, sorry, you have more Chubby Checker. But oh, that's, yeah. that's a, <laughs> I mean, that's why people tune in for the yeah. Chubby Checker. No, yeah. got, what were you well, say? just to, because he, he, he does his commercials for, there's a company that does inventing inventing patents or something. Mm-hmm. But he's like, people always ask me, George, I got a great invention. You know, What do I do about it? Like, you, you say, you know, the answer is, well, I don't fucking know. I just put my name on the grill. Like, I don't, yeah. like, why would he, like, he's an expert on inventing. Like, he had nothing to do with the design of yeah. the grill. I thought that's like a well-known George story. Yeah, and but... that's what you ask him? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, I got an idea for an invention. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's not what I do. Yeah, man. So, ask me a question about boxing. Yeah. That's more in my, my <laughs> wheelhouse. Remember when you knocked out Michael Moore to regain the heavyweight title at <laughs> 300 years old? He's... Hey, John. But, <laughs> nope. Hey George, hey, George. Uh, I have to name a family of children. <laughs> Any thoughts? I <laughs> 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 uh, just have to. I already forgot it. I looked it up just a second ago. Just uh, of course, one of the flavors of beef jerky is hot twist hickory. God damn it! I now can't. That's, now that's not surprising. Twist. <laughs> now, that, <laughs> now, now that is surprising. That catches me off because I knew. Yeah, I figured he would do like three hundred songs and. <laughs> And, uh, and Christmas impressions, <laughs> but yeah, the beef jerky. That's I want to. I just pictured for some reason him in a meeting with his old ass manager, and uh, they're, they're you know that guy's barely holding it together anymore. And they're like, "What's been, what's new?" And the manager's like, "Well, we sold six uh, beef jerky sticks last year, <laughs> so we should keep it up there." Sure. Like these are decisions he has to make in a in a boardroom in on you know Fifth Avenue in Manhattan yeah. or something, or Madison Avenue. I guess Shall we? Yeah, you selling a lot of beef jerky. We get six of them sold. Uh, it's a good market for you, Chubby. Keep it. Okay. Like great. Just... All right. Great. <laughs> oh. By the uh, way, big uh, Weezer Christmas music connection. Mm-hmm. Know, because well, they mm-hmm. put the, the 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 Christmas EP out, yeah. which was not an EP, but it was a, a promotional like, thing for radio with the two Christmas songs on it. Oh, they yeah, produced the, by Neil Young, who's not the other Neil Young, the producer uh-huh. Neil Young, which were both pretty good. The Christmas I like, song, uh, yeah, I like the Christmas song, and the Christmas a lot. celebration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was, that was the first thing they ever released with their second bassist, Mikey Welsh. Oh, was that? I don't think first, I realized that. It was the first song at po- first post pink. Uh, Post Pinkerton release was before the Green. I album. didn't realize yeah. that was before. Yeah, and they gave it. They gave it away. What was that? What's the music? What was that? Um, what was that alternative music? Was it called alternative music? There was a magazine. Alternative press. Alternative press. They oh, gave, you mean the poster here that I was on oh, the cover shit, of the right, magazine? Oh shit! That's literally right there. Holy <laughs> fuck! Yeah, because I remember. Yeah, wow, that is some kind of serendipity. Um, oh look, and there's is yeah, that's you. Mm-hmm. And those are the other guys in the band you're in. <laughs> wow, <laughs> and that's the name of your band right there on the. the um, <laughs> yeah, so they. I remember they gave away the Christmas song. The Christmas song was on like a, a, yeah, a, yeah. a CD. That, remember CDs used to come. Do they still do that? The, I don't know. They, but sure, and, let's say yes. But I tracked down an original one on like eBay or something or Craigslist and bought that had the Christmas celebration as well. It's just a two song thing. Yeah. But then years later, around 08, the, the Red EP. Album era, mm-hmm. they put an EP out. Which do you know the genesis of it? No. Um, it was a remember the game uh, Tap Tap I think it was called those tap where you there was an app game on for where you kind of a rock star or thing where, not rock star was it rock band where you tap on beat okay to kind of like to, you know yeah yeah you know some dots and lines and you supposed to and they they did that promote they they put it out for that like just did uh, five I think five or six Christmas songs that ended up releasing it as an EP and it's really good and what's yeah. cool about it is it's all like pretty, for the most part they're really religious christmas songs which is such a riversy decision to mm-hmm. make because it's not they don't do any kind of uh jingle bells or frosty the snowman or rudolph it's all like silent night the first noel 
what's the, what are the other? Oh, Holy Night, like kind of serious. Yeah, like, most of them. I feel like like singing about Jesus in Bethlehem with like rock chords and stuff, or yeah. bars. I don't know, chords or bars. Rock <laughs> bars, whichever ones. You guys, there's a lot of rock bars. <laughs> rock bars. There's notes. I think what you're getting confused strums. with is bar chords. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. I know somebody strummed something. <laughs> and Christmas happened. Sure. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty cool though. So why, I, why I put together think... a playlist with all of that. Yeah, I, 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 I put. I have like a big playlist, and I put the Christmas song on there from the first one, and then I, I, I do enjoy their version of "We Wish You a Merry Christmas." It's great. Yeah. It's Let me cool. ask you this: because it sounds were... like Weezer doing yeah. "We Wish You a Merry Christmas." Yeah. Well, that's why they led off. They led yeah. the EP with it, of course. Yeah. They opened, but you know, um, it's funny because I, I had this thing. I think it was '08, so I've kind of made this tradition of. Starting the day after Thanksgiving, I start rocking the Weezer Christmas songs, and mm-hmm. I like I. There were years where I would be able, I would that was all I would listen to, just kind of on repeat in the car, like as a joke, just Weezer Christmas until Christmas happened. And it's I realized this year with my kids, like I can't do it anymore. I've heard it too much, and it's like God, I think it's eight or nine Christmases I've been, oh my God. I've been able to do that. <laughs> just how old that, and that's like really late Weezer. That's crazy. And it's still been eight years since that came out. Yeah, because that's not like you know old school or anything. It's like right, right, Red right. Album. Holy crap, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Uh, if you had to add red your album, head. green album, also very two of their colored albums. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? They have a red album and a green album. Just, oh, just to make yeah. it another Christmas oh, connection. Oh, yes, I see. Yes, I know. I didn't. <laughs> I said mm-hmm, but then I was trying to figure it out as <laughs> I said. Because you're mm-hmm. like, isn't it called the lime green album? <laughs> it's really more of a lime green. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a, a Weezer song you could sing out of your head? Oh shit! That w- you could do perfectly without hearing the song. You, you don't have to you do the whole hit, song. You just think you could hit pitch and time? No, pitch. I had what? What's pitch? Is that like chords? I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, it's no, like bars. I could. No, I can sing every. I know every lyric of every Weezer song. Got it. Including like I'm a deadhead about Weezer. Like oh, I have, right, I have right. two days. Literally, I was like, why are you a deadhead? Literally, so I'm gonna sing trucking. Yeah, but I have. I think I have two two days of Weezer on my iTunes, and it's you know, and it's way more when you when I make the which days, the guy that just doesn't get it at all. <laughs> the weekend, bro. Come on, I like the party. Oh yeah, Beverly Hills. That's where I'm gonna be. Yeah. But yeah, no, nothing, nothing. Did. In fact, I can't even do karaoke. I made the mistake of doing a, a Beatles song when I was in my 20s, thinking, oh, I know, because I, you know, I know, big, I'm a big. Oh, because of that fan. Weezer tie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I thought, well, I could do uh, All My Loving. That's an easy song. And I just, you know, I ten seconds in, I'm like, I got. Why did I do this? I got to tap out. The, like, so even when I do karaoke, I'm such a bad singer. No pitch, no tone. No chords. So when I do, uh, no bars. Yeah, I can only do like "Fight for Your Right to Part." That's like the, the extent of my. If it's like some yelly thing, yeah. or a rap thing, like a white guy rapping badly, that I can rap even more. Like, it's just, yeah, because <laughs> I can, really do, I, I can do the whole Eric B. and Rakim follow the leader record, on you know, as far as having it memorized. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna nothing. I want anybody to hear That's in public. So funny. Well, because we we play a game on here. Well, where... I was a fiend before I was a before I became a team. You were what? I was a fiend before I became a teen. Oh, sure. Yeah, you I melted be... microphones instead of cones of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> did you not know what I was doing? Rapping. No, yeah. I did. I, did. I was just, rapping. It just I was kept rapping. some of that rap music. I was rapping chords. It kept happening. I, I, it just was like, you know, of course you know this whole song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just keeps going. I know like two rap songs I could do. Like... And they're really both by long. Young MC. <laughs> I, I, I like. There are some Gangstar songs I know. Yeah, and there. Wow. Are some, yeah. You're, and you're a big Snow fan. Big Snow <laughs> fan. Well, I'm a big Canadian. A big. Oh yeah. Canadian file. Yeah. So snow and Drake. That's all I listen. To. <laughs> but what, what, what are the gang? Um, you impressed me with that. That's really. Uh, that's deep. That's deep. Gangstar. Uh, there's a the song. Um, 
with nice and smooth sure shot Dwick to be the sure Dwick. shot Dwick, yeah it's called it is yeah, that's it the name of the, the song it was from the uh, I believe it was from the White Man Can't Jump soundtrack hard to earn it's on no hard no no it wasn't too. it wasn't no they put it no Dwick was from was it from White Man Can't because they did a song for White Man Can't Jump Gangstar did for sure a but no that was a I think that was a basketball song uh, uh, but yeah Dwick Dwick, Dwick might have just been a B-side but yeah that's a great song the yeah Lemonade was a popular drink and, and it still it's is. Still I get more props and stunts than Bruce Willis I got nothing guys I Gangsta. love that. I love that. And you know, that's really sad because he died of lung cancer. And it's like we're getting to that age where our rappers are dying. Like Nate Dogg had stroke. What did he die of a stroke or something? It's not cool. It's like people are dying. Of, rappers are dying of natural causes. <laughs> it's I weird. still, In my mind, I still think of rap as this new thing. And it's, it's just so not. But there's like the backspin channel on yeah. satellite, which is like, oh, you like rap? Which one? Current rap yeah. or classic? Yeah. It's cr- I put on, if my daughter can smell, like if it's just early 2000, if I put on some Biggie, she's like, ah, what, I don't, this sounds old. What is this? I don't like it. She could, you know. Really? It's just not what she's Not having of, it. As, you know, she doesn't know anything about record scratching or you know, it just means a different thing now. Wow. Man, I, I would think that some of that stuff holds up, but. Oh, know. it does. Oh, that's the only rap I can listen. I don't really. God. Besides Drake. You like Drake? I do like Drake. Sure. I, there, there's Jewish. some Kanye that's. He's a nice Jewish boy. Sure. <laughs> There's some Kanye stuff I really like uh, that I think is great. But really? uh, I think he's the Donald Trump around. I, I think he's not a, just because he's literally the Donald Trump around. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I already thought that just from The Apprentice. I think he's a real douche horse, but I but I think his his music's pretty great. I, I hate that. I either wish that uh, he wasn't a genius at music or didn't know that he was a genius yeah. at music. I don't know that I can. Have heard enough to say whether I think he's a genius, but certainly not from what I've heard. Yeah, just from like the Gold Digger song and the other song. The Gold Digger song is great. It's good. I just make like one listen song. to the original song. Right. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Did I like, cut into terrible Christmas songs? Oh no, no, that was just a brief one. And okay, I, good. And uh, I no, you sounded like you wanted to sing though. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I, I didn't felt want, like I think that, that, like he, he wanted me to sing. I well, just thought of it, and I, and I thought, yeah, oh, I didn't I mean to cut There's into your very your, li- no, I had thing. There was nothing to cut into. Okay, good. Oh, we, dude, you we, know, have you done the New Kids one on here before? They put out a whole Christmas album. Oh, I've played Funky Funky Christmas. Funky Funky Christmas. Christmas. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. It's the worst. Dude, I just remember as a, like in ninth grade or something, somebody, my, my best friend's sister was obsessed with New Kids, and she had that on cassette. And you remember you used to fold out the cassette and had all the lyrics yeah. printed? Mm-hmm. There was like eight. Yep. Yeah. And it, we remember just reading the lyrics. My brother sitting there reading the lyrics, and it was like, have a funky, funky Christmas. You know, like dryly. Have yeah. a funky, funky Christmas. <laughs> have a funky, funky, funky Christmas. Have a funky Christmas. It was like the word, I think it's the most funkies in a song in, in his I don't know that there's ever been a song with the word funky more you, so that's been on the podcast mm-hmm. Fuck, I, I, one of the, I think so like good. one of the first episodes I, think. I mean it's I'm glad yeah well I, then you're doing your job correctly there should be a segment called stump Tony with a Christmas song that, like oh, it, a terrible would, Christmas song I mean there's so many out there it you're be, good at Christmas it, has been around for like 30 years now at least I think a lot yeah. of Christmas to people pull. are really I, good at Christmas I remember it from when I was a kid wow Christmas like, yeah yeah Wow, I didn't know you were that deep. But that's yeah, a, Christmas is your oh, gang star. I, I totally, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we we're uh, we're going long here. I figured. But, I feel uh, like we've been doing this for three hours. Yeah, yeah not in a bad way. Just like we've talked about a lot of things. No, it's true. I know. I was really that too. I feel like uh, I, it can't not come up, and I don't know if you're. I'm sure you're not sick of talking about it, but I feel like, oh boy. Every you're you're very well known for what some people call your contra- controversial is not the right word, but I've heard people apologetic. Use that. Yes, divisive about Star Wars. Star Wars. Are you are you aware of this, Todd? 
you did mention it to me. Yeah. You're gonna do the cute. You're not gonna do the sound cue with the Star Wars song. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can make well, that you, happen. Don't shortchange this guy. Fuck yeah. Let's get this a vinyl first press. Dead drum if the song's getting played too much. I or? love it. <laughs> it's not as good as the Weezer version of it, but it's still. I like your. I like your version. Oh, Sorry, you so I stepped much. on the. No, oh no, no, that's 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 part I, of the fun. I wanted to kick to the to the Star Wars kickback, but I can't ever tell when it's coming. Oops. Should we play it again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Tony and I have discussed doing a Star Wars podcast together at point. You know, we, it's, you know, then he had the big tour, and I got busy with uh, you know some bills and. Errands I had to run and stuff, but um, <laughs> but uh, that was he. You know, he sent me that and thinking, oh, this I forgot is, I sent it. To yeah, you sent it to me thinking, no, you know, it's nothing to write home about. You know, just but you know, just because it's pertinent, I'm gonna send it to you. And I just thought I was like, this is fucking amazing. It's great. I need one with just you know, I'm gonna seal it and just put my name in. <laughs> just the music cuts out. It's like Jacob, <laughs> Jacob at the end yeah. to the Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, that's I'm glad drum, I get to yeah. Great drum fill. I love that drum fill. Oh, great chord, great chords too. Great oh, bars. bars. Great bars. Oh, those mm. bars. <laughs> Did you hear some of those notes? Yeah. Now that I missed. But oh, I, I would have liked more strumming. I would like more strumming on that one. Other than that, though, just really great. I love the game of trying to play it as much as you can. <laughs> See, uh, I remember just real quick, one of the like early days of the band, like one of the first times someone reviewed our first record. It was like a just like you know it was a little zine that like these like teenagers made or whatever, and they reviewed the record, and uh, I remember they referred to my drum. They said something about Tony Thaxton's rhythmic drumming, like, as that, opposed is that, to is that a compliment? Yeah, right. <laughs> young writers, like young music writers, where they're trying to learn how to write about. It. There was a thing that they that I used to as a hip hop kid growing up. There was always uh, I always read the source. I used to read like cover to cover, you know, mm-hmm. before the internet, of course, and uh, there, every time. I would say 90% of their album reviews had the phrase hollowed out jazzy drum loops. Uh. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know if I Do know you what that to, means. But I don't speak music. I mean, I, you know, I... Hollowed out? Yeah, you what is know, the hollowed out? Hollowed out jazzy drum loops. Meaning like they what's took it? everything else but the drums? <laughs> like they just took the drum loops? And what is what's it, what would make a drum loop jazzy? A lot of snare? I mean, I... It, a lot of cymbals? <laughs> a lot of chords? No, like, I mean, the, the jazz has like a certain feel to it yeah. generally, but like... Yeah, I mean, jazz drums are definitely different than like. Also, all '90s hip hop was about like right. jazz drumming. And also, like, drum loops were not from. They, no, it was really there was the one. The drums are the one thing that they didn't sample. That they just made on a. They usually just made the drums on a, on a machine and sampled horns and you know. Right, right, yeah. And other you know musical <laughs> instruments. Those are the, that's it. Horns and drums, right? <laughs> um, so uh, do you want to get into it? Do we have time I to mean, get into we'll, some Star we'll Wars? Just, we'll just you know, I figure briefly. Jacob's well, here, and I feel like it would Rogue be One weird. is a Christmas movie. Do you like Joe? Star, Did you Star like Wars is now synonymous with Christmas. It really. is. It's just weird. But although yeah. I think the Han Solo movie is supposed to be a May release, I did see that the yeah. other day. Yeah, which is cool because that'll be in a Star Wars movie, two Star Wars movies, six months apart. Yeah, of course. That's what it was supposed to be. Assuming this. you consider these Star Wars movies, uh, three Star Wars, three Star Wars movies, six months apart, because the next Star Wars movie is coming out in December. No, right? I mean no, because it'll be December and then May of 2018. Oh, I see. Right. I see. But I no, see. we almost had three to an 18 month span. When it was going to be Force Awakens in the summer, and then uh, Rogue One, Rogue One, and then, and then Episode then, Eight was supposed to be right. May originally, but they wow. moved it to Christmas. That would have been so. I guess that would have been yeah, eighteen months. That would have yeah. been pretty cool. But the yeah, do you and like? He, you must have liked Rogue One. I do like Rogue One. I like it a lot. But I'm you. You probably don't know, but I'm I'm of this weird. I'm a very loyal uh, Lucasite. I've been, right. uh, been dubbed by a 
Pete the retailer from Star Wars Minute. Sure. Y'all needs a Lucasite. Because uh, I'm just so lo loyal to this. I'm a b huge prequel supporter. I won't rehash my whole opinion here. But so I look at all Disney Star Wars as new expanded universe. And I feel like Star Wars is the closest thing I have to religion. It's like my, it's my Bible. And you can't sell the rights to write new chapters to my Bible. I, see. I don't know if you probably don't know anything about religion. Um, I okay. don't get the I do not get the reference. <laughs> right. But um, <laughs> we, did, did, did the listeners know that you're. Yeah. Did, yeah. That, um, that I grew up that in that used world. used to be a Catholic priest. Yeah. Okay. Todd Cooper used to be a young pastor and a Catholic priest. <laughs> I, I was never a so, Catholic priest. So did, did you. I, so I, I really enjoyed Rogue One, and I th it, but to me it's like wow, this is we're really into. It felt like an expanded universe experience more than because I love yeah. I love the Force Awakens. Saw it nine times in the theaters, mm -hmm. even though I don't consider wow, nine it, times. I, it, I, went I nine. saw five. I went nine, but I mean for me that was a, a little low. I mean I saw episode two twenty one in the theaters. What? Yeah. Well, I wanted to do 20. Oh I wanted to get to 20, and I hit it. And then they, they released the IMAX version later. I was like, well, I have to check it out in IMAX. But I was like, I realized I was in the teens, and I thought, I got to get to 20 just to say I did it. And then, Holy yeah. shit. And that is. I had a lot of free time. I don't. I know. Don't. It's, it, that I'm, was going to say the worst one. It's, my, it's easily my least favorite. There's, I one. just don't have a least favorite George Lucas. I know you film. don't. Or a favorite. So, this, so the, all this other, like these new movies are all apocryphal. They're just extra. Well, what I here's what I don't like. Here's Rogue One is there's a lot of audiovisual cues that I think are just very start like just you know when they get to Jeddah and they're kind of the crane shot of the city and the bustling marketplace. That's mm -hmm. there's and you know stormtroopers walking around. The that feels like Star Wars and you know that's it reminds me of like being in line at Star Tours and you're kind of looking around going oh that's Star Wars and there's the droids and there's oh it's almost like I'm in Star Wars. It's like a movie version of that. Mm -hmm. But there's so much about that movie that's what I anti what I like about Star Wars or what I consider anti. George Lucas's vision about Star Wars and the same with The Force Awakens is that Star Wars has become about nostalgia and I don't think that's the, the original point was to create mm -hmm. to recreate the experience you had with it as a kid right or yeah. To, you know, to, yeah I would agree with that they uh, you know I'm fine with bits of that but but yeah they're I definitely don't, I don't need the little... inserts of the pilots from the Death Star run that's just that made me want to vomit I don't well, like see a... for me that was fine because that because it worked like it made sense that they would be there. it made sense that they would be there but it doesn't but going out of your way to show them there and using the exact same footage, using actual footage from, mm -hmm. or maybe they were outtakes or something. Or did they, I'm not sure. Did something digital? I'm sure, there yeah. was a composite thing, but yeah, yeah. clearly the same actors. Yeah, yeah. From that shoot, mm -hmm. and it just I don't I don't need that, and uh, I don't like all the hope talk that's too on the nose. All the talk about rebellions are built on hope, because you yeah. know there's one line. I'll be you know the, obviously the title of the movie, A New Hope, and then the line about you're my you know you're my only hope. So that we got to hear the you know five hope callbacks or whatever right. it was in the movie. It just feels like too. I, this is what I always say. George Lucas is can be a, can be very corny, as we all know. You know, there's the Piusa with the fart jokes and Jar mm -hmm. right? But he's a very specific brand of corny. Where these new movies are just more typical Hollywood corny, and that's I don't that that bothers me. You've got a Jar Jar tattoo. I do. You love Jar Jar. I love Jar Jar. You knew that. I saw it when you came in. Oh, you actually saw it. Yeah, I love Jar Jar. But that was also I did the Jar Jar. I do I do legitimately love Jar Jar. But the tattoo is almost like an anti-bullying stance I took. I feel like <laughs> Jar Jar hate has become a, or like a bullying issue. Interesting. Yeah. So, so do you love Jar Jar uh, more than you hate people get, getting picked on J for Jar Jar? No. Well, I hate. I love Jar Jar. I don't know if I. Asked I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I understand the question. I don't. I don't uh, understand I it either. Chords. <laughs> I think bars. Court, uh, your music is my uh, questions. I don't. I, I can't do questions. When Jar Jar first, you know, when the movie first came out, I just thought this is a, 
it's a fun Star Wars character. I was impressed with the you know that they pulled off the CG, and I liked the. Uh, I thought it was a fun guy with a fun voice, and there's a real lesson to Jar Jar that you know people kind of missed. I feel like, but um, it's not like if if he wasn't so hated, I don't think I would have got the tattoo. Right. But I didn't do it to be like a contrarian. I thought like th- That's this is the, you know if I'm if I'm an, if there's one thing that sums up my support for those three movies, you know, it would it it would be the fact that you know. That I love, that I support Jar Jar, because that's you know when people find out that I'm into them. They, but you don't like Jar Jar, right? So, like, of course I like Jar Jar. He's a, it's, it's he's Star Wars. You know? <laughs> There's nothing. I wouldn't change a frame in the prequels. Wow. Yeah, wow. I think they're just perfect, beautiful, misunderstood films. You know, they're just a, no more perfect or beautiful than the first three films. It's just that those aren't misunderstood. They're beloved by all, so they don't they don't need defending. But so these these. I'm th- really enjoying watching Todd's yeah. face for this. <laughs> yeah, you know all that's this. That's why you had old, old hat. <laughs> I've I've heard. I, so I, I hate, hate Rogue One. Do you? Uh, yeah, I you hate it. Yeah. It's fucking garbage. Do you yeah, really I, think I, that? We, yeah. we All right, it. I'm gonna give you not even because I hate it. I don't hate it, <laughs> but I like that you feel because I'm so used to this idea of people just sucking all uh, the new Star Wars, Star Wars dicks. Yes, yeah, the, <laughs> the, the movies. I dicks. no, I don't. My, my my Star Wars scope is very small, and uh, you know what it is. I like I'm, five minutes of Empire, and that's it. <laughs> I think I just. I'm like not as big a fan. I'm not. I'm not as big a fan of Star Wars as some people. I think you really have to be a huge Star Wars fan to like Rogue One, and I'm just not enough. Oh, what? I don't actually. I, I think that people. I've met a lot of casual fans who say they really yeah, like because it it's just like too. a fun sci-fi war movie. Weird, but I mean that's cheesy. And you're, also, the, you're the only person that I've talked to that hates hated it. it. I like I, that. Hated. I, it. We saw it together, and everybody was I mean, like, "Yeah, what are you?" I think a, a lot of us didn't love it but we liked it and he i couldn't stand it. it i had to shut my mouth i didn't and and i didn't say as much as i felt because i didn't want to <laughs> bum everybody out there's a lot of bad forrest whitaker was horrible mm-hmm. and I, he's such a brilliant actor and i love him i would agree i didn't i so almost feel like the whole character was un- kind of pointless unnecessary yeah and just because he was a character from the clone wars cartoon that they wanted to wink wink yeah. at us i guess which i should be happy because that's a prequel era character yeah. but he he um also, him dying. We're past the spoiler zone. I gotta but assume, but so. like the the way he sacrificed himself made no sense. He was just like, "I'm done running. I'm gonna die." When three seconds before, or you know, in the movie, he's like, "It really doesn't bother you to see the empire, you know, their flag raining across the galaxy." Then he's just like, "Oh, the uh, the empire's here. I'm just I'm gonna let him kill me." Like he just didn't. There was usually when that happens in a movie, there's something that the character needs to right. stay behind to do. Like I'm old, I fought, I fought this fight, this fight for you know my whole life. You guys get out here. I gotta stay behind to pull that lever, but I won't be able to get on time for the, expo- the explosion. Set so just like everyone's leaving. It's like you come and he's like, nah. There's just no reason for him to not get on. There's a ship right there. No, nah, I'm, I'm done running. I'm good. Yeah. I'm gonna die here. Made no sense. It's so many levers. Yeah, <laughs> so many fucking, so many I, minutes I sat there waiting for someone to pull a goddamn lever. Yeah, that dumb didn't movie. like uh, <laughs> fucking balls. It, and didn't like, like digital Carrie Fisher, uh, didn't like digital Tarkin. Nope, didn't like. Um, See, I, I would, I just, I was just surprised. Like I, because I didn't, I'd heard rumor about the Tarkin thing, but I didn't really think they were gonna do it. And I think just, overall, just not ready for it yet though. It didn't work in Tron. Damn, it didn't work in Ant Man. It's just it's they're not close ready. though. So they're it's, getting there. It's we're getting there. I will say there were people that we saw it with who didn't know. Yeah, I've seen wow. it two different times now, and both times people that I saw it with didn't even realize. Wow. Well, I know a big. Uh, gr- I know a girl who's a big fan of Douglas movies who. Who thought that Mark Wahlberg was the real Mark Wahlberg until like a week ago when I told her? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! Yeah, like a f- hardcore fan. 
Yeah. Like my favorite, like, really, that I felt was really realistic, uh, like, CG thing uh, is that scene that was cut out of Star Wars where Han is walking with uh, Jabba the Hutt. When he just walks is, over his tail? Because yeah. he actually, yeah, he raises up a little bit. And yeah. If there was a tail there, you would raise up a little Boy, bit. Boy, it's just perfect. Yeah. Just could, there's nothing. In Jabba's reaction I to mean, it. just seem it felt very real. And then, and then the fact that Han calls him a human being. <laughs> but you know, and you know that that was supposed to be funny. I know. But the character, you know, you've seen the footage with oh, yeah, the, 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 the human actor, right? Yeah, the Scottish but that guy. Was, but that was never supposed to be Java. The, the you know the original idea was yeah, to, to replace gonna... him with a stop motion character who's going to be kind of some big hairy beast guy. So the the your wonderful human being line was always going to be ironic, but it wasn't. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I'm not uncritical of George Lucas's Star Wars. I think there's shit in those movies that make no sense that are hor- it's just that I accept it. I accept him as a visionary and as an artist and. Is I look at Star Wars as just such broad strokes. It's like you don't if you're if you're a Christian or you know you don't go like yeah you know I love the Bible just didn't care for the Book of Matthew that one didn't really do it for me. <laughs> it's like you you know if you're, you're into, into it, it you, just, you accept it all. That's right. And there's like oh this part I like more than this part or sure that I would have done that differently. I guess Christians probably I would have done the Bible differently there. But <laughs> but there's it's not like I can't see that that scene. Right, no, didn't I, need to be in the movie, or, but, but, but I still got, support his right to put it back in if he wants or not. And see, I, here's here's my deal. I guess with that the, was my hard thing. Here's my it? deal with the special editions and all the different the different versions of the special. You know, he keeps because he altered them several times up until he sold uh-huh. the company. Was it? Uh, you know, it's his. It's if Picasso wants to go back and add a, add a, br- a few brush strokes twenty years after he finished a painting that everybody already loves, it's his fucking painting. He's allowed to do it, but. There's no reason for every single version not to be available. If you buy a That's digital, right. if you buy a digital copy of Star Wars, it should come with the. I mean, just the way the world works now, with you mm-hmm. know, the, it should be. Yep. You should get the very first one, the way it appeared in the theaters, then the remaster of that, then the one, the first special edition, then the one where they added, you know, Hayden at the end, and the, every time they change. There's no reason you couldn't just pick. Yep. If there's nine versions, I don't know how many there are of each movie. Yeah. You should have access to all nine. That's true. I agree. Should, yeah. But I don't think I don't think that the special. I'm not of the mind that. No, let's not watch the originals because George doesn't want us to see them that way. Or, you know, let's scrap the special editions. But the, you know, we're getting way off track. But the one thing that just I don't understand and it just doesn't bother me. I, it's so annoying that it's become the big rallying point is the Han Greedo, the, you know, the Han shooting first. It's just who gives a fuck. It doesn't matter. And you know, that was I was so happy that that was Harrison Ford's answer when they asked him about it during the promotion <laughs> right. for The Force Awakens. Who do you think shot first? He goes, I think who, who cares? Well, I remember. I'm yeah. paraphrasing. I think he probably that's, said well, who gives a fuck also. That's so yeah. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who cares? Hey, everyone, get, let's all get a life. Yeah, it just, it just doesn't. <laughs> that's how I read yeah, Harrison right. Ford on that. It, it doesn't. I mean, I, if, I, if, if I have a problem with the scene, it's on a technical level, the head, the head move. You know, yeah. The, 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 oh, that's, but yeah, the, that's the, the, the ideology of it, that will hair, it makes him less of a badass. Like, no, so you, everyone wants to see this guy as a cold-blooded murderer more, I guess, or I don't understand. You know, that's, there's nothing, and really they fire around the same time. <laughs> yeah, people don't like change. People don't like change, and I think that's why Star Wars has become about it was, nostalgia. And I think I, I'm, yeah, it was fine the way it was. Yeah, I don't like. That's it was fine the way it was, but that's it's also I, 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 I will defend his right to change it if he wants. It's not yeah. something that I watched and thought, you know, I need a, I need more, you know, I need to change this or not change it. But it's, it just doesn't doesn't bother me. It's weird that that's the rallying point because there other there's other there's other problems with Star Wars. Star Wars has so many problems. Without you know that people never mention like the, in the original trilogy that are worth bringing up that you know, more than the special edition changes. Yeah. I mean, just the the escape plan, the escape from Jabba's palace, just makes no sense. None of that, you know, when you watch that and think of it as an adult human being, like, <laughs> what, what, you know, if Jabba just takes the droids, as the, what do they do? You know, 
Right. I, I will say I can't wait for Paul McCartney when he re- re-releases those Beatles records with new choruses here and there. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, hey. but I mean, he kind of, he kind of, not necessarily, but he did that, uh, they put out that Let It Be Naked. Ew, Jesus you know what Christ, I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. It was like remixed and took out certain things and, yeah. Wait, wait, wait do I have more on the special edition thing? Oh, um. Yeah, that, anyway, probably not. But I just the, the yeah, Rogue I like Rogue One. I've seen it 3 times. I think I'll do it one more in the theater. But it's it's not um it just felt it's a real if, and I've said this several places but not on this podcast yet. It just really felt like a a Star Wars novel I would have read in the 90s. Like, yeah. oh, you know, like the Shadows of the Empire that. type of situation. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. here's what could have happened. You know, this, you know what we talked about, the Death Star plans being stolen? Maybe this is what happened. Yeah. yeah. But it's so, like, on the nose. I, I, I do like the thing, the more I've thought about it, the more I like it, is, is I, I do like the thing that they threw into it of that flaw in the Death Star was there for a reason. So I, I did like see, that. See, I, I like it, but the reason, it, it, and then the idea that the guy who did it, and then his, it's all just such a... Coincidence, you know, happy coincidence that his daughter would be well, not that happy. I guess the way Star Wars out. is full of a lot of yeah. coincidences. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know what? And maybe if George Lucas had made that movie, I'd, if I'm being honest, maybe I would have been more hmm. uh, forgiving of it. But yeah. uh, but uh, now that I'm not as spiritually attached to the franchise or to the new product, uh, I can. It's funny because I can I can pick it apart like everyone else because mm-hmm. I just so I've been just blindly accepting the, you know the gospel of George you know for mm-hmm. my whole Star Wars life that now I'm like oh okay I can actually analyze these as movies like other people like I look at it like I approach it like a Marvel movie or something right you know just I can you know yeah. I, I don't think there are all the Marvel movies are fun there's some that are better than others and some that I love some that I don't care for and you know that's what Star Wars is now but it's you know it's still better to see it's still awesome to see movies that take place in my favorite yeah, universe. it's still My more Star fan, Wars. Fan, yeah, it's still it's more. Like, it's just like, I believe. And Pete, that's Pete why I'm not a fan, because I had enough Star Wars. <laughs> what, what if, unless it's special. You, what are you what doing if, here? Wait, I gotta go. No Star Wars, so, no Christmas. But the, Jesus. Um, uh, what, what bums me out, because I think that there's a chance Lucas might have made more movies. He was very hurt by the, by the you know. Yeah. If you dig deep and you read the right articles, you know, mm-hmm. he, he, it wasn't that he was like, fuck you, fans, you know, yeah. Jar Jar. You know, he, the fact that he even reduced Jar Jar's role so much in the second two prequels shows he cares what people think about the movies. You yeah. know, and um, and I believe that he always, you know, he kind of said, I'm too old to make more. I think that a lot of it, that was kind of an excuse. That if, if people just love those movies critically, and I think he would have been inspired to maybe at least produce, sep, you know, oh, I'm sure. seven, eight, nine. And so what I think is great about George is love him or hate him, he's a real artist. And real artists uh, go forward, you know, that... When he made the, when you watch the prequels, they don't feel, they don't feel like the original trilogy, but they absolutely feel like Star. Wars. You never doubt that you're watching a Star Wars movie. You know the sounds and the music and just you yeah, know, the certain key you know words like Jedi or Dark Side. You know, there's things that you go, okay, this is Star Wars, but they're so tonally different, but they're also so, you know, they have such a specific feel to them. That's you know, and so if I believe that if he would have made, there's this idea that if Lucas would have made seven, eight, nine, he would have just, well, that's, those are the kind of star Wars movies he makes now. So he would have made three more prequel type movies. Yeah. And I actually believe that there would have been a third tone, a third star Wars vibe that like, right. Instead of Disney saying, cause it, there's this trilogy that everybody loves. And then there's this trilogy that most people don't love. So let's make more. And we'll, you know, we'll just go back to the original style right. that people like, and that's safe. And, you know, we already know we can do that. Where the idea that like if Lucas would have done seven eight nine, it wouldn't have been like the original or the prequels. It would have been some third right. thing, and that's so that's such a like a, you know, a bummer being the, for me to think that I'll never get to see what that might have been. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like Miles Davis said he would have, I think, and I'm gonna 
I'm going to fuck up the quote. It's more of a paraphrase that he, you know he, he would have done the prequels differently. Yeah, exactly. He, that he that he'd rather make shit than do the same thing twice. Yeah. You know because he could have done kind of blue for his whole career and been and you know people would have loved that. But you know he's making on the corner and you know bitches brew and things that you know were innovative but not always. Well, that's I mean that's the acceptable. story with all art. I mean right. Bob Dylan had that same thing. I'm not oh, a Bob right. Dylan oh, fan, great. but no great. That's a great point. But like, I Bob, love the electric stuff. But. Yeah, I mean like the electric stuff, and then like he's got. Records where he changes how he sings. Yeah, he gets like a Kermit the Frog voice. Uh-huh. It's like this is how I sing now. It's like people just like, all right, I guess we're doing <laughs> I, that. I'd rather, I'd prefer that. I'd rather see new. Yeah. Than, um, but and as far as the special editions, just there's a lot of those changes do make sense. It some makes, of them it makes more. I like, sense. I, there are some I like. It makes more sense to have Hayden Christensen standing there at the end of Jedi than it does to have Sebastian Shaw with a head of hair that he never grew. You know, like some version <laughs> of what he might have turned into yeah, had yeah. he aged into an old man. That doesn't make sense. Or either you got to have him the scarred. You know the bald, yeah, 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 you know, cracked head, but like you know, out of the suit version of uh, Sebastian Shaw, who's the actor that played Darth Vader under, under the mask, uh, um, or you know, or Hayden Christensen, because that's the last time he was Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. That's the last time he looked that he was a good guy. Was that's what he looked like? To me, that makes more sense. So yeah, people just I think go, it's just there's this pe- idea of Hayden, they, Hayden bad, exactly. prequels bad, exactly. don't like, and you know the change thing. So. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. But Rogue One's a good movie. It's not a bad. It's not. A, a, it's like a solid B plus movie. Yeah. Again, w- that's what I keep saying. I liked it. Didn't love it. Liked it. What I never thought I'd say though, and it, well, but, I, but I've already tweeted it, <laughs> is uh, I'm so much more excited for the next Guardians movie than any Star Wars movie that will ever come out again. Next that's what? Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? Yeah. I think just that's the that that Guardian, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, is like just one. I think one of the greatest movies to see ever it. made. Oh, really? It's I'm so it jealous. Is, it's fun. I'm, you just think it's fun? I yeah. think it's one of the best movies ever made. I wouldn't go that far. I just, I, it's one of the few I liked movies, it. One of the few movies I walked out of. I'm not walked out, left the theater. <laughs> <laughs> one of the few <laughs> movies I walked out of that I love that much. But I had shit to do. I can't take all this in. <laughs> yeah. A little bit at a but, time. But I remember, I took my kids the day it came out, and I remember that Ninja Turtle, the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles, was coming out the following week, and I was actually more excited for that. And like, a, in a guilty way, but like, I was, remember thinking, that looks good. I'm excited to see it. And then, oh, right, there's that Marvel movie that comes out the week before, so I guess I'll see that. And just thinking, I had no idea what I was in for, and left thinking, well, that's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. That's and awesome. I went back the next day with my kids again. That's great. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but thanks so much for doing this, Jacob. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is and there I anything? Talk, I had so much Christmas shit to say. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want to say it now, but I just had such a weird, interesting Christmas. But, but maybe... Uh, Maybe we'll do it we'll next January. You, yeah, next we'll, January. Yeah, we'll come exactly. back and talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should close this month out with, uh, you know, we're two for two with uh, Jewish. Is this January? Jew, Jew for two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Jew if another one. Sound, sound, if it didn't sound racist, I'd be totally <laughs> down with it. You it's, know, we got to, that's how we come down off Christmas. It's just nothing but uh, Jewish. And then we'll follow it up with stories. I also, this guy's, you're really, you're like Gangstar. What was the other thing? Gangstar hating Rogue One. <laughs> and, um, and that you call you refer to Judy, uh, anti-Semitism as racism. A lot of people don't acknowledge us as a race, and I strongly believe that we are. So it, well, I'm like Todd. We're on the same hey, page. So I said we'll have more Jewish people. Uh, that's <laughs> so I made up a month for you guys. You're a <laughs> racist. Yeah, but so you're saying things you like guys. You, you guys. Exactly. I, I made know, up a Tony. whole month for you people. <laughs> <laughs> Plus the. Uh, the, the swastika on the wall next to the alternative press thing. And I mean, be, be cool, be cool. Be that cool. has always hit me a little sideways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything you want to plug before uh, we kick you out? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I will plug something. I'm going to be doing January 20th. My friend Kasim Bentley and I do a, a we're doing a show for San Francisco Sketchfest where uh, we basically do dueling uh, racist 
uh, crowd work for an hour. We're both kind of crowd work, racial comedian, offensive racial crowd work comedians. We combined <laughs> forces to, to do it at the same time. And that's a really fun show. And also March, fuck, I want to say 9th, but Google it to make sure. I think it's March 9th. I'll be at the American Comedy Company in San Diego uh, by myself. No blacks. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just one lonely Jew. <laughs> and three audience members. Uh, cool. You got anything, Todd? Um... Uh, go go see those shows of Jacobs. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna replug Jacobs Thanks, plugs. Uh, make sure you go to those shows. You gonna say March 9th? He wasn't sure. Are you gonna I say March? 9th? I think I think it's March 9th, but Google to be sure. Uh, it was fun. We had a lot of. There was some really. Uh, I mean, when you talk, we solved se- a lot of problems. We solved a lot of problems. You know, when you do a seven-hour podcast, there's gonna be high, some high highs, <laughs> yeah, and some low lows. And I think, I think we. You know, this but, might be our best episode just by uh, so much to cut out. But you know what? <laughs> you know what I liked about it though. We never stopped talking. Everybody was. Ta- the, there was never any. There was no dead air. Yeah, yeah. we're pretty good. Yeah, we're pretty good at, at, at continuing a conversation. Very. Uh, Probably the least amount of singing on any of our episodes, though. Entirely. It really happens. So there's only one way to end this now. Jacob, thanks thanks for for coming. Now Now we have have to to end, because I'm going to pee my my pants. First time I've been serenaded, and you guys looked at each other, not me. Well, we're very in love. (laughs) Bye.